All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. The first ever Stray Cast outdoor cartoon television glorified version of a bass fishing talk show live from Caskin Cellar brought to you by 10 Cup Whiskey tonight. Yes, I'm your host, Ted Renwick. Kaboom, kapow. This is how you bass fish and talk show right here. And uh, may I just say that I could not be any more elated than to have tonight a bass fishing legend as my co-host, the one and only Dion Hibden. Wow! Hey now! That's how you... Legendary just sounds so old. Yeah, well, you know, let's. Hey, we're no spring chickens. Yes, I know. Mentally, we're very young, Dion. But uh, I I mean, he won the race in the parking lot just for the. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Just for the record, Dion Hibden is here. Yes, (laughs) that is right. And uh, we're pretty excited also to have the the spawn of of Dion Hibden. Right? You see your spawn. Yes, absolutely. It's Lawson Hibden right there. You! Lawson, welcome to the show. Kink up whiskey. There it is. It's really a post spawn. <laughs> post spawn Lawson pattern. That's what we're on. And uh, uh, sitting to my right, a, uh, a guy who is uh, up and coming, and then up and coming even more, but then he goes down a notch and then comes up again. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Matthew Robertson on a vision. Hey, Matt. I like to stay in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You're very equilibrium. It's yeah. the, it's like your swim bait rule, which is uh, how many inches off the bottom? Two seconds. Two seconds off the bottom. So how do you figure that? He does. We'll hear about it later. Hey, uh, a guy who is no stranger to bass fishing and uh, and no uh, stranger to, to sipping a little of the, of the the tin cup. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, Luke Foley. Yes, Luke Foley from the tin cup. Fish and tape. Yes, Luke. Glad to be here. Glad yes, to be sir. here. Yes, sir. The straight cost and straight cost. I sounded. Where was I from? California for a minute. Yeah, California. The straight cost ensemble. The straight cast ensemble. The crew is here as well, ladies and gentlemen. Producing the hell out of this thing and responsible for this amazing setup, Andrew Ellenberger, right there, the Ginger Ninja. Oh, man. Yes, I have a special announcement about Andrew. Um, We've been getting a lot of viewer mail, and uh, this is a very big announcement for the first time ever. Um, Andy, you have a new nickname. Are you ready for it? I can't tell if you're making expressions, but blink three times if you are happy. Andy is happy. You are now the Red Viking. He's the Red Viking, ladies and gentlemen. The Red Viking. Got a promotion. He's got a hat and everything on the way. A whole product apparel line of Red Viking and Ginger Ninja apparel, of course, on the way. Hey, uh, you know who is running the uh, the chat board over there tonight for Stray Cast? He's the OG hip hop fisherman. It's JP. Hi, he's the hip hop fisherman over there. Kaboom, kapow! I'm going around the horn, and uh, our very own uh, collegiate intern. Uh, you got to spend some time on the boat today with Danny, who's a hot mess. Sorry. Hot mess. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dickie Moe. Danny Mohan is here. Danny Mohan is here. And 
the, the people that spawned Danny right there, Mr. and Mrs. Mohan are here as well. Yes. Mrs. Mohan is no stranger to the Straight Cat Show. She knows all our sponsors. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Every, every one of our sponsors. <laughs> Going around the horn. And by the way, they're way far away, if anyone's wondering. They're way far away. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a man who needs no introduction. Uh, he is the king of fingers. Uh, he likes to be the man with the fingers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Popcorn Whitaker Fingers Whitaker. Whitaker Fingers. Rolly Fingers Whitaker. It's like the old mustache, remember? Gotcha. From, uh, yeah. From back yes. in the day. Yeah. Sam Ryan's here. Sam, did you pay uh, Did you pay Matt his I money? Did. I, in the he did. Oh, in the you paid up. Okay. He paid up. Matt Robertson jumped in. Uh, Seth Fighter, Matt Robertson, and I, and I were fishing on uh, an undisclosed location in Minnesota. Secret it home. rhymes with uh, Spilly Clacks, and we were fishing there. And uh, we, I basically dared Matt, and I rounded up money for Matt to jump in, and we saw him on the Hummingbird 360. What kind of unit was it, Matt? Hummingbird. It was a Hummingbird uh, 360. I'm what a swimmer. What kind of unit was it? Hummingbird. Yeah, okay, thanks. There's our plug for Hummingbird. <laughs> I'm a swimmer, you remember? Yeah, you are a swimmer, sir, and uh, thank you for paying up, Sam Ryan. Sam Ryan. I owe it to my Yeah. I would like to uh, now, uh, court, and, and please be louder than for anybody that you have spoken out for this evening. The owner of Cask and Cellar, the magnificent Rishi, I like to refer to him as. Yeah. The magnificent Rishi. The one and only. Yes, the, the magnificent Rishi. The magnificent. Yes, and his entourage of babes. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Love having babes here at the show. It's because usually there's not many babes in Bassin, you know? It's just fat old guys, you know what I mean? Yes. But anyway, hey, <laughs> where is everybody else? Uh, Steve Donis, illustrator for Bassmaster and Bass Times, is here lurking. Yes. Yes. Larry Kyleman. Larry Kyleman, our iTunes guy, is here. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Got a couple things uh, to take care of, of course. Uh, the tin cup drinking game yes. word of the night is yes. um, what? We're gonna we're gonna go with the word bug, as in Guido bug, named after the famous Guido. Of course. And, and may may I, may I get us started? Uh, yes. Can I get us started? Yes. So we're gonna do four drinks tonight. I, I I worked with a, a fabulous mixologist here in Indiana. Her name's Jessica Taylor. She's a dear friend of mine. Wow. Um, She's part of the USBG, which is the United States Bartenders Guild, which has been hit heavily due to the pandemic and the service industry. So I love you all. I respect what you're going through. Uh, Proximos donated a lot of money to the national chapter to help them get through these difficult times. But she's a dear friend of mine, and we've came up with four drinks that are named after fishing themes. And we're going to start off with Whiskey on the Rip Rap. Whiskey on the rip. Whiskey rap. on the rip. Rap. All right. So that's just whiskey on the rocks. Whiskey. That's easy All enough. Right. All you got to do is grab rocks so at home. You grab some rocks. You put them Look in at your that. ten cup. That was cup. aggressive. It was. That was awesome. I'm just excited. Pretty freaking awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm glad to be we here. We all are. Can you Rich feel it? Goddess, his mom and dad, everybody's here. It's amazing. I'm just, so, yeah. So it's the magnificent, Richie. Yeah. The magnificent. The magnificent. And that's Say it like it that. Magnificent. <laughs> so, I'm starting off with the 10 cup tenure and uh, whiskey on the rip wrap. There it is, right there. Nice. To life. To lunch, as we say in Scotland. Right you're, there. You're the only one gets one? Um, 
Oh, it's I'm okay. A, I'm, they I'm did a, it at home. It's okay. It's yeah. a long show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll make I'll make you one later. Hey, uh, a couple things to go over tonight. We will be doing a live uh, mystery tackle box unboxing, and it could possibly be the like I know that uh, the only other Bassmaster Classic champion to possibly be involved in a mystery tackle box unboxing is is Mike Iaconelli, and now we have. Not only a, a Bassmaster Classic champion, but an FLW Cup yeah. champion as well. <laughs> Double dipping, Dion Hibden. Come on. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. So long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yet still fresh. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it happened yesterday. Still so fresh. Still so fresh. Mystery Tackle Box unboxing uh, will happen tonight. Um, uh, I want to remind everybody, um, especially Mr. and Mrs. Mohan, you guys look like you are very wise investors. Is that correct? That would be correct. <laughs> that, see, did you, Matthew, did you, Dion, could you not tell? I told when, when you, they walk through the door. I'm like, they are wise investors. So let me tell you about birchgold.com slash straycast, okay? Birchgold.com slash straycast is a way to invest your savings. Precious metals, commodities, right? Right. Right? Take parts of the 401k, boom, move it to your precious metals, silver, gold. Ryan Whitaker, what's a constant? Gold. Gold. Gold, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you know what else is constant? No. Your beard. Your beard is a constant. It's a similar color. Yes. <laughs> and a similar color to gold. For a free info kit on a constant way to secure your savings. It is perchgold.com slash straightcast. That's a lot to remember. I'm cuffing this, guys. I'm cuffing it. I'm cuffing it right now. Speaking of cuffing it. Um, this guy's been cuffed a few times, but besides that, we we don't need to talk we'll, about we'll that. We'll talk about that Louisville experience later. That's why but, I'm not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, does Lawson? Do you like meat? Do you like beef? Like I could eat a side of cow. I'm just being honest with you. I mean, I really could. I, I, Dion, you look like you, you could like eat a little bit of beef yourself. I scare him when I walk out in the field. <laughs> hey, hey, Pat, I, I have the expense report yes. and taking those guys out to dinner. It's painful turning in those receipts. Well, let me yeah. tell you something, <laughs> Luke Foley. You no longer have to take these cats anywhere. You stay home, and we're going to bring you fine Wagyu beef to your door. Go to BubbaAndHanks.com, put in code FISH, get 15% off. Boom. 15% off. That's it. There it is, right there. Right. Hey, uh, Who, whose uh, house? Uh, right to uh, your house. There you go. Your, there you go. The Hipton household, yeah. of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbaandhanks.com, 10 cup whiskey is writing it off. Send it right there, 15% off right there. That's how you do it. What do you think about that, Matthew Robinson? Sounds good. Sounds good. Send <laughs> Ma- me a little bit. Matthew. Did you hear how I said that? Amazing. What do you think about these accents around here, Matt? Man, I've been trying to lose this one for a while. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of Chicago going on around here. You know what I mean? Bears, bulls, whiskey. Luke, (laughs) I know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, half a spot. Danny, half a spot official. Halfaspot.com. There's a big derb going on right now till the end of July. Halfaspot.com. If you have not 
downloaded the Half a Spot app, go to um, halfaspot.com or to your store on your Apple or your iTunes. Uh, your Apple or the, what's the other one? The Android. Android, Android Play Google, Store. Google Play. Google Play. Bingo. Google Play. So, hey, there it is right there. Um, whatever I didn't get to, we're going to get to. But you know what we're going to do right now, Dion? We're going to put the power poles down, and we're going to come back with madness. Don't go anywhere. Straight cast live. Casket seller. Yeah. Boom. all-new XF series by Crestliner. Simplistic perfection with performance features built on a platform for success. The amazingly affordable XF series by Crestliner. A brand new way to reel in bass. For more information and to find your local dealer, visit Crestliner.com today. The Crestliner Real Deal Sales Event. The best time to buy is now at Crestliner.com. Save up to $3,000 today. Hey, it's Carl, and I've got some big plans this fishing season. I'm hoping to get in the best shape of my life to have some of the best fishing of my life. And I want you to join me for Carl's spring training. Let's get it. Let's get it. The TH Marine Hydrowave H2 KVD Edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy. The Hydrowave utilizes a sound emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The Hydrowave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. me it's a command to the fish quality jig heads with quality components with tried and true tackle like the big dude goby head the hunter or jacob head or all new tackle like the jackpot net head or buster swim bait head bite me it's a command to the fish get the let out and visit bitemetackle.net today Nobody wants to run out of power when they're on the water. There is a better way. Introducing the Charge Marine Power Management Station from PowerPole that does the work of three devices, a traditional battery charger, a charge on the run, and an emergency start system. PowerPole Charge. This is the mountain, and this is mountain whiskey. Unspoiled, untamed, forever wild. There's no safety net, no way down. Up here, it's just man and the mountain and his tin cup. Tin cup whiskey. Mountain whiskey.
Are we sailing away? Setting an open course for the Virgin Seas? Hey, take those power poles up. Let's go for a little, a little rendezvous right now. Let's go for a float down bass fishing history. Andy, do we have any, like, um, any uh, going back in time music? Not like Huey Lewis, back in time, but like more like, uh, like, uh, like anything like... Like Wayne's World. Like that. Anything like that, Andy? What do we got? He's he's coming up with. I'm out of just. Yeah, he could have done pretty that. good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Go. Sounds good. Here we are. Yes. At Caskin Cellar, but yet we are not at Caskin Cellar. It is 1988. The year is 1988, and there is Dion Hibden in the audience of the Bassmaster Classic. And his father is up on the stage. Ray Scott is up on the stage. That day, your father won the Bassmaster Classic. As I know, Dion, is a day that was embedded in your brain forever. Forever. Am yes, I right? it was. Yes. Am I right? I mean, I don't know. That was really weird and everything, but that was... <laughs> that it, it, it was the greatest day of my life and one of the worst days, yeah. Why was it the... What do you mean? I finished dead last in that <laughs> tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we covered... We definitely covered the spread. I was at the bottom, Dad was at the top. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you see how that happened right there? Not, not, many, not many people know about that, and I don't brag about it often, but, you know... Uh. <laughs> So an amazing day, you know, because you're you're at this point, you're like, okay, but your pops, man, your pops, and you're, that that had to give you, like, man, this is the deal. That had to be a solidifying point of your career as well to watch the man that you admired the most in your life achieving, let's call what many call the greatest accomplishment or trophy professional bass fishing yeah it didn't start on that day for me it, I, I knew that long before that you know that, <laughs> it you was know, in that, it was in there yeah that dad it? was gonna win lots of that stuff you know uh yeah it wasn't hard to read what he was gonna do in this sport uh you know it, that was just the first opportunity that you know uh you know dad was you know it, it was it's really hard to explain you know as luke and lawson you know it was it was it was crazy to watch how much better he was than everybody else, uh, you know, and, and it, it was neat growing up, that's for sure, you know. Uh, I fished, you know, back then, you know, you fished a lot of pro on pro, you know, it wasn't all these pro-ams like it is today, and I've actually been in the boat with most of the greats in the sport, you know, and, and then to go fishing with Dad, and you're like, wow. He's a lot better than everybody else, you know. And, and uh, luck, luckily, luckily enough, I got to pal around with that my whole life. So that's pretty. So that's yeah. pretty special, man. Yeah. That, uh, that'll make you good quick. That's It'll learn right. you quick. That's right. You know, and just like uh, this cat sitting next to you here. That's right. So uh, he's had that kind of, like, for lack of a better term, beat into him as well. You know. Yes. So I'm sure that you know if you spend a little time on on the water with Lawson, you're going to tell him what he's doing wrong. 
Oh, I do that daily. Just like yeah. your dad told you. Yeah, we don't. We don't have to be on the wall. We don't have to be on the wall. Did it on the drive. We're ta- this is a bass fishing <laughs> show right now. Yeah. We're talking on the water. Yeah, <laughs> on, on the water. You know, it's hard for me to fish with Lawson a lot of times, and I know it's hard for him to fish with me. Uh, you know, because we do. We we both have our own ideas about how things are going, and I think most of the time his are wrong. But you know. <laughs> But in the but in the end, in the end, he really carries me a lot in these team tournaments nowadays, you know. And so, so I have to, I kind of have to bow down and realize that, hey, I might not be the best at this anymore. Did you, know? you hear what the, your dad just said? That you you carry him a lot. Yeah, in the in the team derbs. Did you hear that, Matt? I hear it. You hear that? I hear it. Oh, Lawson's a special talent. He really is. <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not. And I'm not just saying that because I hope he drives me back to Indianapolis. And, uh, he is, he's and doesn't talented, leave you. Yeah, he's a talented guy. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, so I want to ask you, what is a lesson that your dad taught you on the water? What's a lesson? Oh, dad. Like I say, dad. To say that he was a great teacher, no, he was a miserable teacher. Okay, because he just wanted <laughs> he wanted to beat he wanted to beat you day after day. Dad, dad, a little competitive. I, dad was a lot like uh, right now that uh, Last Dance deal about Michael Jordan's on oh yeah you know, Netflix That's and awesome. everything. Let yeah. me tell you something. Dad was that guy. Yeah. I mean, that was the way Dad was. He didn't care who was in the boat with him. I mean, I've seen him beat my mother like a stepchild out there fishing. <laughs> okay, and enjoy and enjoy. Thank God you finished every, that sentence. And enjoy every minute of it. No, if it come down to beating, she might hold yeah, her she own will, on that deal. She will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's that was just in his mentality. Winning was the only thing he cared about, you know, and. And, and it was so important to him that it, it would make him really irritated sometimes, you know. And, and you know, you hear people talk about, you know, well, if you, you know. I, I love to hear guys get on stage and say, well, I'm just glad to be here. And Dad would say, well, I'll just be glad to beat your ass. <laughs> you know, you know and, exactly right. And, and that's, the way, comfortable. that's the way he thought nonstop. You know, if you, if you walk up on stage at the Bassmasters Classic and say you're happy to be there, you're going to finish in the 30s or 40s, okay? Because there's about 20 other guys. They're not happy to They're be hungry. there. They're no. hungry. Yeah, they want to win. And, uh, and fortunately enough, some of that rubbed off on me, you know, and, and it's damn sure rubbed off on Lawson and, and, uh, you know, we just, we work really hard at it and, and, uh, you know, we, we share a lot of info that, you know, a lot of people won't ever be fortunate enough to get, you know, because my dad, you know, he's forgot more about bass fishing than most people will ever know. <laughs> and, uh, and like I say, it was fun going out with him. But to say he ever taught me a lot, he really didn't try to. He just made you really, really feel bad out there on the water because he was beating you so badly every day. That's called the guilt trip. I, I mean, Luke, Us you know. Us Catholics know that well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Luke, yeah. Luke used to come and go fishing with us when he was a little kid. And Dad's like, that kid's never going to be anything, you know. <laughs> I, you know but I, I he, never knew that. Until but now. he really. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, but he, Keto. But he, but he really, his, his way of teaching you was to beat you. You know, day in, day out, and it's called and, tough love, right? Yeah, and you had to pay attention, and and but to say he ever said, "Hey, go do this," you know, he really didn't. But once you got in the boat with him, you know, spending eight hours, ten hours in a boat with a guy, you learn a lot. Absolutely, you, know? you do. And uh, and like I say, I spent a lot of days in a boat with him, and 
and you know just watching him perform and what he did and how he did it uh you know but probably the most important thing is a lot of patience you know don't get riled up you know a lot of guys get fired up so early in the day and they just ruined your day you know my dad's one of my dad's best you know, Saints was your first cast. It's no different than your last cast. You know, your last cast is just as important as the first one of the morning, you know, and, and that kind of focus, there's lots of days when you get out there and you work your butt off all day long and, you know, you got three in the boat, you know, and sure. And you can lose your focus pretty easy. Yeah. And that's one thing my dad would never do. I mean, uh, you know, him and Clun, him and Clun were best friends and it was because of their focus that they were so, they were so good together, you know, and around each other, you know, and, and it's, you, you got to just keep that in mind. You got eight hours, you know, the last 10 minutes could be just as important it, it, as the first. You never know in, in no. bass fishing when it's going to happen. And you, you, you touched on focus, like your father and Rick Clun laser focus. I mean, so like eerily focused, almost like in a hypnotic trance. I've watched I'm a bass fishing freak, as you guys know. I, I watch tapes, old tapes. I live and breathe bass fishing. And the, the fact of the matter is, like, watching your father and Clun, they're, in a, they're on a different planet. They're like on a, on a whole day. What, what is going on? What is, you, why are you? We're doing Foley Sun's in my eyes. Oh, my God. Wow, you have a whole, like, all you They're have, taking Luke care Foley of him. Foley snaps his fingers. <laughs> well, I don't want to stand we're like that the about, whole we're, show. We're crying out loud. We're talking about crankbait focus and everything else. And they, when you're on the, on the lake. Uh, we wear amphibia sunglasses, Rishi. Then thank you very much, Amphibia, for being a proud supporter. I can't of see. Uh, what do you want? You see this rock star stuff going on? Hippins? Hey, can Danny be? It's, it's not. It, it's, what do you think? You can't. You can't <laughs> that, see. You don't need my, to see. My, Microphone's right here. All you got to do is speak into yeah. it. Yeah. My my boss Emmett King, who is the best boss that anyone could ever hope for. Um, he says the closest thing that you can do to being a rock star without being one is being in the liquor business. So that, <laughs> that is why the sun is no longer in my eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Luke Foley. Right. Yes, Luke Foley. That's right there. Back to the laser focus. See how I was laser focused. Back to the Thank laser. Um, seriously, though, eerie laser focus. Your father and Rick Clun watching tapes. Um, dude, like... You can't shake them. You can't shake them. It's a curse and a blessing, maybe, but it, it's it, talk to me about like that. like that. I mean, it, it's actually it's actually fun to watch some of those old videos and stuff of you know dad winning and stuff uh, because you know guys are like, oh, he's not very talkative. Well, if you watch and pay attention, he's only not talking when his bait's in the in the water. When his bait comes out of the water, yeah, he's off jabbering on about something. You know, it doesn't matter. But when his bait's in the water, I mean, he really, it, it's, it's eerie how he does that, you know, how, how that all took place. And, and like say, you watch an old video or something like that, uh, Guido Hibden, and you see that. You, you know, you, he'll be talking to the camera, and then first thing you know, he's done. And you're like, wow, he didn't even finish that sentence. His stuff's in the water. It, it, you know? Exactly. And when that happens, he knows what he needs to be paying attention to. But And, and forgive me for not remembering this, but the exact tournament but your father won at cranking it was a it was a gold lucky craft crankbait on some rip rap um lake you fella lake you fella um and like 
the focus, uh, I can still see him just throwing at that one spot. Like, for how many days was it? Uh, going Four days? He, he, caught him, he caught him in different areas, in, in a lot of different areas, actually. Once he got dialed in on it, he, uh, he caught him in several different areas. But the one area he found with his outboard, his outboard, he was fishing fishing around a little rocky place, and uh, the fish were kind of pre-spawn, post-spawn, spawn. They were going, they were coming. Uh, you know, he had the perfect spot. You know, it was in between some spawning areas. Sure. And, Transition. And, yeah, some of them were going in, some of them were coming out. And uh, the first day of the tournament, he uh, he was fishing along, and the water had went down a bunch. We got like 11 inches in three days of rain. So the lake came up, then they sucked it back down. And uh, Nicholas say when he was going around one of his better points, he bumped it with his motor, <laughs> and he told his, and he told his co-angler. It's called spoon plugging, Lawson. Yeah. He told his <laughs> he told his co-angler. He says that's where it's going to happen. Wow. He said it. He said it's. He said that's just right, you know. And the rock sitting in about eight feet of water, and he bumped it, you know, with his outboard. So it was only about three foot deep to the top of it, and and he told him he says yeah I'm going to get him there, and. Uh, Went on fishing, you know, and came back to it about an hour later. And and uh, what most people don't realize, his partner had 30 pounds the first day. And that's after Dad had caught 24 pounds oh, off, of off, this, of that? off the same rock. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and needless to say, and then throughout the week, he caught fish off of it every day. But, you know, he would go and fish that rock, and he might throw at it 100 times before he'd finally make one bite. And once he'd make That's one, what I remember of that. Once dirt. he would make one bite, then it was on. Then he'd catch his limit in consecutive casts most days. But ignited him. I made the top ten and and in that particular tournament and uh, tell you how well he actually caught him. Uh, I finished eighth in the tournament because after once we made the cut, you know, I gave him every spot I had, you know, because we wanted to make sure sure he won because we're one for all and all for one. Whoever's highest in the tournament, he gets all the good stuff. And so I gave him the only couple of spots I had, and I just kind of went fishing after that. When the week was over, he beat me by 30 pounds. I finished ninth. That's a beat down. And Remember what you were talking me. about, like the lesson at the, the beginning? It was crazy. <laughs> there yeah, it is, I, a 30-pound beat down. I, I, I was driving home. I had to get home to the kids. They had a tournament the next day or something, so I was driving home from Alabama that night, and I called him back and I said, "Well, how did everybody end up?" You know, and uh, and he said, "Well, I ended up winning." I said, "Well, I knew that, ding dong." You know, <laughs> when I left, when, when I left, he was you know twenty pounds ahead of second place. You know, and uh, and he was, I think he did end up like twenty pounds ahead of second, and then thirty pounds ahead of me, and I ended up eighth or ninth or something like that. But uh, but when he told me, he says, "Yeah, I only beat you by thirty pounds." I'm like, "That's a lie. You did not." You know? <laughs> and I got on my phone and looked it up, and I had to call him back about eleven thirty at night and say, "Well, my God, you were right. You did beat me by thirty pounds." But you know, he he just had a lot of that to where, you know, he knew it was an area that oh, they're going to be here every day. They're coming back. You know, I'm getting new ones. I'm, you know, every day and. And he sought out those kind of places. You know, he di he didn't want to fish to do good in tournaments. Uh, you know, he wanted to fish to win tournaments. To win them. Yeah, I mean, he he had no desire a after he kind of, you know, after he kind of get got started. You know, in about the first ten years of his career, he flipped a switch and he didn't care nothing about doing good in a tournament. I mean, he wanted to win, and that's it. And the same thing with Clun. The same. And that's the way he damn switch. 
Boom. That's the way they fish. The same switch. Now you let's know. get back to the switch. Hey, hey, Dion. What's that bait that your dad came up with? What bait? A Guido bug? Guido bug. Guido, Guido, Guido bug. Guido bug. That's right. Guido bug. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's thirsty. Yeah. We, we, we haven't happened. said Guido bug enough. That's the problem. And reminding you, I, I please talk. drink responsibly. Right? Yes, please. Disclaimer. Hashtag, please. Hashtag. Please drink responsibly. Uber, stay at home. Yes. Yes, exactly. Drink so, 1988, last place, Bassmaster Classic, Pops wins. Nine years later, there you are. Yeah. On that same stage, getting yep. that prestigious. Bassmaster Classic trophy, dude. It was kind of a cool deal. It really was. Yeah, uh, man. It, you know, there's the solidifier. By every, the way, everybody, everybody. You know, you know, my mom, my mom went and practiced with me uh, during the six days that you could go practice a month ahead of time. Beat me by like a left-handed stepchild every day. <laughs> I never outfished my mother one day out of the six days, and the last and the last two days. I fished boat docks intentionally, just so I could try to fleece her yeah, off them boat docks. Try back boater. Oh no, didn't, wo- didn't work. She still, she still beat me. But, but anyways, you know, it, it was, you know, it it was, yes, it was elation, but it was kind of a relief for me. Okay, you know, because everybody. You know, everybody told me, oh, you know, you're going to win. You're going to, you know, you're Guido, son. You got to win, you know. And (laughs) you have to do it. And so when it finally happened, it just like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. You know, I thought, wow, you know, (laughs) finally made it happen, you know. And, and, uh, you know, when I started the tournament, you know, I I knew that, you know, the only guy in the tournament that, you know, I would have to beat, you know, for the most part was dad. And he didn't qualify that year. He'd had a heart attack earlier that year and didn't get to fish the whole season. So, so that's the only regret I have out of I've won two world championships and my dad wasn't in either one of them. So, you know, I don't feel like I beat the best fisherman on the planet. Wow. You know, and, uh, but I've, I've beat him several times. Don't you know, <laughs> it, may, it may just not hey. be as important as it was to you people, but I've been out on a boat and really thumped him a time or two. <laughs> uh, did he ever bring it up? Did he ever bring it up that he wasn't in those tournaments? No, <laughs> no never. <laughs> never. Hey, I got. I have to ask. Like, I, I want you to think back about the first alone yes, time. Yes, daily. By the way, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the the first alone time that you had with your dad after. Your Bassmaster Classic win, and can you think of what he said to you? Can you you think of that? We were riding up in the elevator. We we I can remember it exactly. Uh, you know, you you have a body a actual bodyguard with you that make that takes you where you need to be. You know, gets you to the press conference and and you know gets you to where you need to be to do an interview here and an interview there. This that is bass fishing, by that, the way. Bodyguards. That works for. That works for BASS. He just makes sure you get where you need to go. And, and the crowds, you know, when you finally win, they it is pretty hectic. You it know, is, they, absolutely. They, they want to talk to you. They want to touch you. They want to, you know, get an autograph, whatever. And and this guy kind of gets you where you need to be. And uh, and he told he we got to the elevator, and Dad was there waiting. And uh, and I and I asked Dad. I said, "You want to?" go to the press conference with me he says do you want me to and i said yeah absolutely and uh the bodyguard says i think you can make it from here he says i'll let you guys talk 
got on the elevator and we start up start up the elevator and he says what do you think about that i said it's pretty damn cool i said i said what, what do you he said i said what do you think about that and he says i think it's pretty damn cool too he says as of right now he said we've done something nobody else has ever done wow. and he said that's he said that's pretty cool for me and Unbelievable. Uh, i said my god it's pretty cool for me too you know dude and and my sole ambition in life is to fish and do that with this guy. Yeah. You know, this guy and and his brothers and stuff like that. You know, that's the main thing, you know, because I know I know how I felt when I was with dad when he won, and I know how I felt when he was with me when I won, you know, and and there's nothing like that. That's when, a bond. When somebody that you love that you spend every day with accomplishes something like that and you know, dad would tell you right up front, you know, yeah, his classic win was great, but his greatest accomplishment was when I won. In that elevator ride. Yeah. Wow. Did you, have you yeah. heard that? You've, have you heard about the elevator ride? No. Wow. Could you, what do you think about that? I mean, like, think you heard that for the first time that uh, about your, your granddad and, and your dad in an elevator ride in that moment they shared together. How does that make you feel for real? Well, I hope I get to do it with my dad at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that, like, to, be, to as a bass fishing fan, that gave me. Look, goosebumps, man. I mean, chill bumps. And, like, ju just that's amazing. All right? Amazing. Now. It was, it, was, it was a great, you know, it was a great week. Everything went great. Uh, the fact that my, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is my mother uh, was the driving force behind what we did. You know, for the most part, me and dad had to go fishing. That's it. We didn't have to do anything else. We had no other purpose no other job to do. We didn't have to go buy our own groceries. We didn't have to, I mean, she virtually did everything but the fishing for us. And I, I can't even remember why she was the only one that could go during the six days. But, uh, but I welcomed her to Because Dino fished that turn. He fished that lake yeah, before. He, yeah, so he she had, was the only one that could go with you. The boys, all my sons were yeah, too young. And, and, and I just had, you know, I had twins that were small and, and uh, so my wife couldn't go, and uh, Dad had fished two classics there before, so he he couldn't go with me. You gotcha. Know, because okay, it was makes illegal. sense. And uh, and so you know, Mom, very good fisherman. I mean, hands down, she was awesome. Uh, and like I say, she decided to go, and and uh, it was funny. I went to head home from that six days, and a buddy of mine called me. He says, you know, hey, when are you gonna be home? And uh, you know, we we're probably gonna go do something. You know irresponsible uh, <laughs> but but he said when are you gonna be home and I hashtag said, Gito bug yeah i said hey, Gito bug. <laughs> Gito bug. i told him i said well i'm gonna be home saturday night and uh i said but i ain't gonna be in no shape to go you know go do anything and uh and i said besides that i want to see the kids and everything and and uh he said well i heard you're gonna win the tournament and i said what i said what the hell are you talking about he said oh yeah he said my mom talked to your mom the other day on the phone, and she's all excited about. It. She, she said, "She said, you know, that you're you're pretty much chewed in to win." And I said, "Well, dude, there's forty other guys that got the same plan, you know." And, uh, That's how it is, right, Mrs. Mohan? I, I said, "I said, I think I got a chance to win," but and oh yeah, mom was so excited. And the neat thing about it was, every day we would get in. Uh, you know, I would talk to mom as much as I would anybody because she wanted to know, you know, 
but you catch them on that spot where I caught that six pounder, you know, and and it was just it was fun to go through that that week, you know, and just the chatter. She was just, you know, a bundle of nerves the whole week. Oh gosh, Wor- worse than normal, you know, worse than any other tournament. Uh, just he's like, she, I showed you how to catch them, son. That's right. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like she needed a boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh, a bass she, and gal. She was awesome, you know, and uh, still is. You know, she's still a good fisherman. Goes out on Logan Martin, you know, about two or three times a week and catches it. Cranks so, on them. Yeah. Pretty so, awesome. Hey, so y'all. Th- that, that made it a lot of fun. I, I want to jump up to uh, the year 2000, which was a very important year, uh, not only for you, but the sport of bass fishing. You won the uh, FLW, the Forcewood Cup. It's a, we call, I call it the cup. It's something else I don't even know, but it's always the cup yeah. to me, you know. Tomato, tomato. Um, 2000 was an amazing year in bass fishing. Tons of money at the millennium, right? At that pivotal point. And coverage of the sport at that point was, like, amazing. That's at the time ESPN uh, aired all the FLW series, and Tommy Sanders and Jerry McInnes were your guys. Uh, And... Helicopters. Helicopters with Jerry McInnes. Um, Rick Clun, again, an amazing season. Your father, an amazing season. And you, of course, winning the Red River Derb, the cup. And two, a giant check that said $250,000. Quarter million dollars. It was, it was the first, first big jump in the money, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You went to Arby's, didn't you? You know the crate. You know, I I didn't even. Yeah, He's we. A KFC guy. He got the bowl. He got it. Yeah, we 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 didn't even get to eat that night. We went. We actually got in the got in the vehicle, and a couple of our buddies from Louisiana drove me to the next tournament overnight. The night that I won. Uh, I had start. I started fishing a BASS the very next morning. So. And, and keep that that amazing point, and I wanted to yeah. bring that up back about about your classic win. You were a two-tour dude. Yeah, I fished both of them. Yeah. I mean, and for those of you that, that don't know or can't imagine, it's grueling enough to fish one circuit on a professional level, yet two. There was no downtime, as you just, as just stated now, right I'm there. not going to say I put in a good practice day that next day. You know? <laughs> you know, I, Little I, lax. I, I think I took a nap at one point. In the hey, day, you're like, hey, I'm yeah. a champ. I can That's nap. Right. But yeah, it, it was it was a pretty cool tournament. That's that's probably the only bass tournament I ever fished in my life that uh, that I actually thought I was going to win. You know, most of them you you know things materialize through the week. But uh, the last day that I spent on the water in practice, I came in and I told my wife, I said, "They got to beat me now." You know, and I felt very nice. And and I really never ever have had that feeling before in my life. Uh, you know, and still to this day, I've I've never had that happen again. To where I thought, all right, this is this going to happen, you know, and uh, you did know. You, did you take the big check in the boat with you in that practice day? <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> my my kids kept that for you know they they didn't let that get out. Where of the is car. it? I still got it. You got that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's what I'm I, saying. I need a reminder every now and then. Uh, but yeah, that back in them days is very hectic, you know. But but I fished good back then, you know. I won the back then uh, the Ranger Cup money 
was given away to the best fishermen out of both circuits. You know, that's how they tallied it up. And I won that two years in a row, you know, yeah, right but. then. And, and so you fished good. You were just pretty much exhausted the whole time, though, you know. And, <laughs> and, but uh, seriously, you fished real good. Oh, look, yeah. You look fish at two awesome. tour guys, man. Yeah. If history ish, Christy, Hackney. Yep. Come on. Come on. The more you, the more time you spend on the water, the better you are, you yeah. know. And, you know, if, if you can get by the exhaustion, you know, sometimes that's the only problem. Sometimes you got to take a nap. I mean, because it's, it's hard on a guy. But, uh, so but that, back then I was a lot younger, a lot healthier, you know, too. So, well, you know what? Bass fishing is a game of endurance. And as long as you have the endurance, then you're, then you're Absolutely. fine. You're fine. It's funny how one little peck on the end of your line brings you right back to life. Right there. You know? Yeah. You yeah. could be freezing cold. That's right. All right. Or hot as can be. And you get a bite, and the world is uh, uh, titties and dragons. That's pardon right. my French. It's just That's what it right. is. It's amazing. It's amazing stuff. Um, I want to go into back to the 2000 classic or uh, uh, cup, and the fact that you you had two two guys that uh, on your tail that are, are pretty respectable hammers. Uh, they're they're all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old CP. <laughs> yeah. And Biffle, uh, two ornery characters. Okay. And, and then uh, there was that Nixon guy. Yeah, that him as he, well. He's all yeah, right. Yeah, he won a few things. Yeah, he's good. He's as pretty well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, um, and at that point in time, Daryl Robertson had won the Millennium. Oh, and, exactly. Yeah, he was kind of on a roll too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And David Dudley was chasing you with chainsaws. Yeah. That kind yeah. of stuff. Nobody scary behind him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at that point, here you're a Bassmaster Classic champion, and now you win the Forest Wood Cup. What are your, your feelings like, okay, where do I go now? Win again, angler of the year, or just that, down to the next derp? You know, I, I've always wanted to fish to win angler of the year. But that's, a, that's, kind, of a, that's kind of a tricky deal. You can't just do that and have all the other goodies to go with it. And, and that sounds bad because, you know, I've got – three sons, you know, and luckily enough, I got to be with them most of their growing up and stuff like that. But I've never really had it where I felt like I could fish to win angler of the year. And, and I'm not blaming my kids and, and my wife because, you know, a lot of people go through their whole life and their whole career and, uh, you know, they have regrets and stuff. That's one thing I don't have. I don't have any regrets about how I fished and spent my life, you know, cause I've got to do what I wanted to do. That's every amazing. day, every day of my life, I've got to do anything I wanted to do. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize, I've never had a job, never. Okay, besides working for Ten Cup now, and I'm not sure. Yeah, I they like, work. Yeah, and I'm not sure I like that all that much. Yeah, they work. Yeah, but but anyways, I dock him. By the he, way, he likes it. He yeah. likes it. <laughs> but but to win Angler of the Year, you have to have complete focus on what you're going to do. You know, and I, you know, to say I missed, missed my chance at that, no. You know, I'm getting back started again, you know, and, and I feel like I still fish pretty good, you know. So, yeah, of course. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's over with, but up until now in my life, I've never had the opportunity to really fish for Angler of the Year. 
Uh, you know, and, and a lot of that's, you know, just because of, you know, family, you know, and stuff like that. And I, I wouldn't trade that for anything. You know, I, you could give me angler of the year every year and, and, you know, I would not trade, you know, spending the time with my kids that I have, you know, because that's what life's all about. Fishing's what I do. My life is my family, sure. you know, and, and my dad was always that away. He was always that away. His family came first, you know, hands down. Uh, you know, and, and that, that's just the way we look at these things. You know, I'm fixing to have, you know, fixing to have another grandchild, you know, right wow. here. Yeah. Lawson's going to have one. All right. Uh, nice. Yeah. Congratulations. I, Let's drink to that bug. Guido that's bug. That's right. Guido bug. Guido that's bug. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, um, you, you brought it up, man. The comeback, the comeback, like it's time. And you have an amazing backer with Tin Cup Whiskey. Everybody knows you, you need a backer to be successful in this industry. You, you still have to catch fish, though, right? I yeah. mean, that's a big deal. And you're making a comeback. You're making a comeback now. Why? Why? You're a classic champion. Yeah. You're, you're a Force Wood Cup champion. Just fish every day and then just uh, do a show or something, you I know? T- I told you earlier why. You know, and that's because uh, that's because of my sons. Yeah, that's why I want to do what my dad. I want to do what my dad did with me. You know, I want to fish alongside of my sons and and uh, you know just be a part of their career. You know, as best I can. Uh, is it important for me to win tournaments? Uh, not as much as it is them to me, but also in the same respects. I still love it. I mean, I still love the competition. You can ask him. I mean, we have some of the damnedest fights out there, crappie fishing and stuff, you know, and, and little little small tournaments and stuff. And, and we're fishing the Toyota tournaments, you know, and we have throughout. Uh, I went through a pretty tough time. You know, I went through a very tough time there for a couple of years. You know, when Dad got sick, you know, it was – that's that's my fishing partner. Yeah. I mean, that's my buddy, you know. That's a big and, hole. And when he quit, quit traveling, I really didn't care about it at all. You know, I didn't care about going. Uh, you know, I fished a little handful of tournaments just to keep a few of the sponsors and, and you know, work at that. Uh, you know, and, and it was it was a hard couple years for us, you know. And, uh, and like I say, through that period of time, you know, this sport – is a what are you doing for me today type sport, you know, and uh, lost most every sponsor I had, you know, and uh, and it, and it's one of those deals. Luke Foley, the ten cup deal coming on for me for Lawson, it's kind of like the perfect storm, you know. I'm ready to come back now. It all know? happens for a reason yeah. in due time. Yeah, I'm ready to come back now. You know, uh, you know, I'm ready to get back at it. He's ready. You know, I feel like his his talents are as such that he's going to compete, you know, very easily. And uh, that extra couple years of us, you know, not fishing, I don't think it's hurt us a Recharging bit. Recharging the Yeah, batteries. I think it's going to be a good deal. May, uh, may I answer why you're coming back to professional bass fishing? May I answer that for absolutely. you? Absolutely. May I answer that for everyone? Because the world of professional bass fishing needs the Hibdens <laughs> back in the game. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm talking about. That is why. Why not? It's I, a legacy in bass fishing. Thank you. That's, you gotta, that's I mean, why I did it. Thank you, Luke Foley. That's why I did thank it. Thank you, Luke Foley, which, I, 
that's that's something I would like to say. I couldn't do it without Luke exactly. at all. I mean, you know, me and Luke have been friends since he was 10 years old, yeah. 10, 11 years old, you know. And like I said earlier, this is kind of the perfect storm, you know, where he's at in his business, where I'm at. This is just the perfect little situation, you know. Uh, you know, my dad said lots of times he said you don't have to fish he said you can bullshit the best of them and i truly think i can speak with anybody you know uh seminars and stuff are easy for me you know i i just like these people you yeah know, you don't talk much I, at all no you know it's but it, it's <laughs> it's not hard to entertain people it's really not you know uh and that you know that comes from listening to my dad time and time again you know yeah, he was a great storyteller you know and and uh you know, so God forbid you ever got him and Forrest Wood in the same room, you know, uh, and when, because when they go to telling stories about each other, oh, oh my yeah, God, then it got really good. Oh my God. But, but anyways, it's just, it's the perfect time. It's the perfect timing for it. Uh, you know, through this COVID deal, I mean, my wife is sick to death of my butt. I mean, she's ready for me to get, she's ready get for out me, of the house. She's ready for me to go do anything. She really doesn't care if I go fishing or what. <laughs> Angler of the year, you know, I'm, I'm I could do it now, you know, because I don't have anything to worry about, you know, uh, you know, as long as we can take Lawson's new baby with us, I mean, I'd be good. Yeah, that's right. I, and and Lawson's why not, huh? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I I drug him around with me, so you know. <laughs> We might as well get... All of our kids have spent time in the rod lockers. I That's mean, right. it's just... Huh? Lots of baby kettle bugs, Ladies and gentlemen, the Magnificent <laughs> Rishi. Yes. Magnificent Rishi. Yes. Yes. The drinking game's not working. I mean... <laughs> we, we haven't said Gito bug enough. I just I, said, <laughs> oh, say it. Come on, it's Gito There bug. it is. So Luke Foley, um, you, yes, I, I was talking to uh, an undisclosed uh, uh, gentleman. Uh, I said, "Do you know we're doing some work with uh, with Tin Cup Whiskey now?" And I said, uh, "Do you know Luke Foley?" And they said, "He's a liquor giant." That's what they see. A liquor giant. I what is a liquor giant? I prefer liquor Don, but I, you know, <laughs> the, the liquor Don's Emmett King, and everybody in the liquor industry knows that. And I'm ladies his, and gentlemen, we I'm bring his to trigger you man. That's the liquor I, giant. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll accept that. I'll accept Luke that. Foley of Tin Cup Whiskey. Yeah. Yes. And Luke, what is your next Tin Cup drink on hand? Um. Well, before we get to that, can I tell you a little bit about the product and a little bit about what we're doing? Well, absolutely, for sure, okay. yes. Okay. Um, well, uh, I, I came up with this, uh, this whole idea of creating a professional fishing team, because just like you said, I thought the fishing industry needed the Hibdens back in it. 100%. And uh, Guido was my hero in life, and uh, since I was very little, I, I mowed multiple yards um, the year before I met him at Galleons and Plainfield, you guys remember Galleons and Plainfield, that tackle store down there? I, I don't know. Um, it, it was one of the bigger shows. Every, anybody who was anybody in the fishing industry was there. Okay. And he was there. And I cut grass for a year, year and a half to buy rods and reels from him. And uh, <laughs> he, I didn't know the story till many years later. I, I went up to him and I said I wanted to buy some rods and reels. And he was going to get a button push. And, and all I remember, you remember those Bugle Boy jeans? They had the pocket in the front. Yeah. 
And and he went. I have him on right now. There, and you look, you look. <laughs> and I have great. Z Cavaricci's on underneath. You, you look great in those. By Thank the you. way. Thank you. Um, and, and and I just remember digging in my bugle boys and pulling out a wad of cash and just saying to him, Mister Hibden, I want what you fish with. He looked like and, a drug dealer. Yeah, that's what I mean, I'm saying. I'm that was going down right here. Chicago roll. That wad of cash. That was. That was. Uh, it was. It was that big around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and at that moment, Guido Hibden left hooked me was, and took yeah. my money. St- <laughs> Guido looked at Stella. Stella looked at my dad. And he's like, "Hey, if he wants to spend it on." that that's what he can do so so yeah so uh guido's been my hero forever and always will be and um he always said to me and it's kind of relevant to what we're doing um he goes you never want to be in a situation if you want to be a professional bass fisherman when you're in a situation where you can't make that cast where you think maybe he lives there but you can't cast there so that ingrained in my head so I worked on my flipping and pitching, and you can ask my sisters and my mom and dad, and they're all listening my brother. I would cast down the hallway. Denting stuff you, up. Yeah. Me yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. And my dad been in the liquor business forever. Um, I actually learned my ABCs from an actual liquor salesman sure, whose English was his second language. Did Thank he slur Richard. when he taught you the No, no, no he didn't teach me. Um, but I, I was asking dad after I was hitting a coffee mug all the time. <laughs> That's a Whitaker joke. Is there anything smaller than that? He's like, well, why don't you hit one of these shot glasses around here if you think you're so smart? Wow. So that's what I did. So 10 Cup has a removable shot glass, and it's an old throwback to the old cowboys and the miners out west. They bring their old bottle of whiskey and their own 10 Cup. So what Dion and I have done is we have created a casting game, which we debuted at the Forest Wood Cup last year, where we have multiple shot glasses mounted to a, gla- uh, to a foam board, and people cast into a shot glass. Uh, can we get a shot of that, please? I, I think we yeah. can. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's our casting, Matt, and that's what we do. And we have done, um, we have done multiple promotions all throughout Indiana, and uh, we were at the Bassmasters Classic. We were at the Forest Wood Cup. And, 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 it, and I, when I came up with this, I thought it was something that only bass fishermen would like. And it was, we were kind of halfway through the first day, and Dion goes to me, and I never knew this until he said it. I didn't notice it. He goes, have you ever noticed how the people that don't fish, that can't fish, are the ones that won't give you the rod and reel back? Richie, yeah, we couldn't get the rod and reel back from him. Yeah. Magnificent, <laughs> yeah. Richie. Magnificent, please. But, but it's, just, it's just the competition of someone trying to get it into a shot glass. And then once he said that, and I saw that, I knew we really had something. Uh, so my company, Proximo Spirits, uh, they gave us some money to try it in the fall in Indiana to see what it would do. Indiana is a very uh, heavily... Crappy place for bass fishing. It, it, oh, sorry. It, it, Did I blurt that out out yeah. loud? <laughs> we're, 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 we're dead last in bass fishing. But, but at 10 Cup, we have plans to change that, which I can't divulge yet. I'm talking about the fishing itself. It's I, bad. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> But we're into uh, a lot of the liquor store owners are independently owned. They're not. They're not chains. Majority of the business is done through the independents, and and I really it's it's to say I'm humbled is not a good enough word because everyone in my life has came together to make sure that this works from the federation guys 
and the BFL guys that are posting on Facebook, Sean Mickey, Brian Jenkins, Eric Hardesty, Dave Snyder, his dad, Dave Dick, uh, all those guys, Kenny Swint, um, everybody uh, that is posting, pushing this, all the independent liquor store owners, Richie and his mom and dad, they were like, we want to be one of the first ones to do this. Uh, Everyone in Indiana has joined together it's awesome, dude. To, to launch this national platform. And I can't say everything that we have coming in 2021, but you better be ready. Uh, wow. Because we have some stuff coming in 2021, and I really think we're going to be here for a long time. And uh, I couldn't be happier. Thank you. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Um, Look I, at the I, passion. I, I couldn't be happier to do it with my best friend. Um I, I, I can't wait to see what Lawson's going to do. And, and once again, I want to thank everybody out there. I mean, every bartender, every bar owner, every liquor store owner, every manager, every liquor salesman at the distributor, every manager. Everybody's came together to help me with my dream, to help Dion. And uh, I love you all. Wow. And thank you so much. And uh, we're, we're going to be here for a long, long time. Freaking uh, so- amazing. <laughs> amazing. And thank you. For your contribution to the world of bass fishing, man, and bringing the Hibdens back to us. Because it's a big freaking deal. I mean, this you got to understand one thing here. For all of us here at Straycast, and I'm going to speak for you as well, Matt, um... It's 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 a we're just bass fishing fans. That's all we are. We're very passionate about the sport, and for us to be here doing a live remote, um, right in our basically our hometown, with a Bassmaster Classic Forest Wood Cup champion by our side, is amazing, and it is really because. Of that gentleman and tin cup whiskey. And, and, we appreciate and, it. And thank you. Thank you, Luke Foley. Thank you. I, 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 I got a little side. I do need to tell you about each one. If I'm <laughs> Sorry. Good night, everybody. Peace. Yeah. Uh, so so th- this is our regular tin cup whiskey. It's 84 proof, 64% corn, 32% rye, 4% malt. And this is our rye that we just came out with, which is a 90 proof. It's 100% rye. It, it has beaten basically every rye in the market in a taste test. And, and we had a lot of things going with it, and then COVID hit. And, uh, but, but still, we're going to get back on track once things settle down back in this country. Phenomenal rye. Ryan Whitaker loves the rye. He, 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 yeah, he stole I, my I, last I, bottle out of the closet. I have sent him 100 <laughs> bottles of rye. Yeah, have you? Okay. They did. Look at, right. <laughs> Look at that Ryan Eaton grin right there. But 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 I don't. I, <laughs> but I don't like him enough to send him a tenure. Oh, this is highly allocated. <laughs> this can only be drank on the riprap. Whiskey on the riprap. But ladies and gentlemen, Andrew this Ellenberger, our producer, gets the tenure. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, Andy absolutely. gets the tenure. Absolutely. Yes. Andrew, I mean the Red Viking. The Red Viking. The Red Viking. Thank you. (laughs) Luke, back to you. You just like the rip rep. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Are those fried shrimp in there? I'm hungry. (laughs) Anyway, keep going. But no, that's that's about all I got. But I'm looking really forward to... uh, to what we have coming in 2021, losing Strike King. They, they were I, – I met with uh, David May and, uh, and Mark at uh, ICAST last year. And, I, and, and as a salesman, which I am, you have like, you know, your pitch, your beginning, your middle, and your end. 
and I was about 10% in, and David and Mark were like, we're in. What do you need? And I'm like, well, no, I got like – so I can't thank those guys enough. They had us at the Bassmasters Classic, and they're sponsoring me and Dion and Lawson and anything that we need uh, to make this program hit. And, and uh, they say it losing striking. When you're there, you're like family. And let me tell you, that's the truth. I love those guys, and uh, I look forward to doing stuff with them uh, down the road. We're the exclusive whiskey sponsor of FLW in 2020. Wow. Uh, those guys have been great. And uh, like I said, we're just uh, we look forward to growing in the sport, and that's about all I can tell you with what we're doing. So wow, hey, there it is, lose strike king tin cup whiskey yep. sponsor FLW, mm-hmm. and and speaking of strike king and lose, um, I used to know uh, Mark Copley when he worked for the state fair as a as a circus juggler. Was yeah. he was he a good juggler? He was the best juggler ever. He juggled circuses. It's juggled the entire circus at once. We have pictures. Yeah, we have pictures to prove it. <laughs> hey, does everyone know in this room that it is the new age of bass fishing? Do you look at that look on you? Look, wow, wow. You were like, "Holy cow!" Yeah, I know, Pat. Yeah, it's the new. You're like, yeah, it's the new era of bass fishing, right, Lawson? I mean, this is the. I mean, I mean, we're we're learning. I mean, I, I, I'm putting my, you know, let, let's say I'm one of the elders, I guess. I still, I'm 12 here, but I, I forget. Ouch, that hurt my knee. You know what I mean? All right. Here's 13, the, right? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> but here's the deal. There's a new era of bass fishing that was, the, the rules were set by guys like your granddad, by Rick Clunt, and your father, okay? Dude. Now we have a new breed. Those were the original proper bassin men, right? Luke Foley, you know what a proper bassin man is? I do. Absolutely. I do you do. guys know what a proper bassin man is? I want to find yes. out. Tell me. Tell me, please. Well, tell me, Rishi the Magnificent. What do you think a proper bassin man is? Yes, thank you very much. A proper bassin man is a bassin man that basically does things and gains knowledge on his own, through natural resources. Of course, we help each other. But a proper bassin man, that's just one of the attributes. A proper bassin man helps his fellow man. A proper bassin man does not poach on his fellow anglers. Okay? The new breed of proper bassin man is guys like Lawson Hitman and guys like ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you right now the new breed of bass fishermen. Coming through the forest. Who could it be? Do you hear it? Can you hear it? Yes, Ted. It is not Sam Ryan. It is not Daniel Mohan. It is 100% not those guys. It's more people like not Luke Foley either. No. But he is a proper bassin man. I am a proper. You are a proper bassin woman, and I don't even know you. I can tell. I can just tell things. That's, that's Rishi's mom. Oh, that's hi, Rishi's mom. See how I knew that? You are the one that spawned Rishi the Magnificent. She runs all. Yes. This is how you live remote. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. The all-knowing Mrs. Rishi the Magnificent. What's your name? Shanti. Say it again. Shanti. Shanti. 
Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. You know what I'm saying? That's you. Right there. Don't mic her blush. She is a prop. She did blush under that mask. She did. Right there. I saw it. I saw it. I have that tendency. Hey, the uh, the weight room is that. <laughs> I want to tell you. Okay? You know what I'm saying, mama. All right. Anyway, back to the show. Proper Bassin. Lawson. Wait, give this the ju- more jungle. More jungle, please. Jungle? He fell asleep, Pat. We need jungle. More jungle. Dumb, dumb, through. Dumb, dumb. Through the woods. Are you ready? <laughs> Give it to him. You knew it. See? That's why your father's a professional. Ladies and gentlemen, the new proper Bassin men, Lawson Edden and Matthew Robertson. On them fishing. Yes. The new breed. The new breed. All right. Now, it, uh, Lawson, grab that mic. Don't don't be uh, don't be let your let your dad take a break. Let him get to the spirits of the saloon. You know what I mean. <laughs> I gotta so, tell you, Pat. I yeah. think I already know the biggest difference between the new breed. Tell us. We're a lot better looking. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I'm first, you. first off, you have a a luxurious beard right there. Look at that beard right there. I mean. There actually was a whole family of birds living in that in that <laughs> beard earlier that were not allowed in Rishi's stores. Way to go. You're mean. Rishi, too, though. It's, it's an elegant beard. <laughs> and this guy with the locks of an angel. Look at him right here. Matthew Robertson. On him fishing. Do you, you two know of each other. Yeah. You've actually fished against each other. I'm sure we have. Uh, time or two, yeah. A, a time or two uh, along the line. Yeah, I've been out to Lake of the Ozarks before. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he's been to the Lake of the Ozarks because he... Uh, sh- wait, can, uh, go off the air a second. Just shut everything off. Um, he launders money uh, out of the Ozarks. <laughs> uh, through, yeah, through this casino thing. And and, and, it, and it happens in the Ozarks, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, the blue cat? yes, the, yes. It's a whole thing. Okay, go back live. Answer. All right, welcome back. Everybody. Yep. Hey, did so you what, say we, you were looking for sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to work something out. <laughs> hey, um, so first off, I want to tell you, um, to you, ask you. Lawson, what do you think? What is your definition? I just spewed a bunch of nonsense, and, and uh, as usual, per quo. But what do you think a proper bassin' man is? Oh, I, I think it's the old-timers that learned how to do it the right way. Okay. I mean, you look at guys like my dad and grandpa, and then you look at guys that learn from them like Luke Foley, and they do it right, still do it right, and they've passed it on down to me and I would never do it the wrong way just because of what they've taught me you know and if that if my grandpa taught me anything it was respect on the water absolutely man so I I mean that's an example of like we all know a lot of right ways I mean we know our mind knows the right way but sometimes we do the wrong way it's just like it's animal house you know the angel and the devil on the shoulder thing so what I ask you what is a wrong way what is an an improper bassin man an uh, improper bass. I think there's lots of different ways to go wrong. Okay. I mean, well, they, you know, there's lots of guys that I think get a little too much information, and that's not wrong if you do it ahead of time and everything. But you know, we we don't do that, and it probably hurts us at times. But 
you know, I learned to do it from him. He learned to do it from Grandpa. And we just don't go about it like that. It seems that a lot of uh, proper Bassin men come from that uh, Ozarks area and, and, and those, those mountainous regions. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Oh, I think good fishermen come from good fisheries. <laughs> exactly. Very good. And not like Indiana fisheries. Well, there's been some good ones come out of Indiana. See too. how good he is. You see how yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. He, he hurt my feelings there for a minute. <laughs> he comes to like the Ozone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Guido Bug, Guido Bug, so yeah. to, to kill the pain. <laughs> Guido Bug. Doing it yourself, man. Figuring out there's nothing more satisfying than, the, the, like, hey, I did this. I won this, Derb. Not, not like when, um, uh, basically, when, uh, when uh, uh, Dion's mom showed him how to win the big tournament, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> I hope she does that for me someday. <laughs> I need a practice partner. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that's the whole thing. Putting the puzzle together on your own. No BS. No BS. It's you, the bass, and the man upstairs. It's it. Plain and simple. It's not any more purer than that. It's just, it's just not. Um, there is a, a magic in bass fishing. They're like, so let's think about it this way, Matt. Matthew Robertson on him fishing. Again, for Matthew, Matt Robertson. Um, Matt, there's a magic in bass fishing, and we, as kids, we think about it. And I think everybody here will, will relate to this. Like, we didn't used to have boats, and we used to dream about having a boat. Remember those days, Dion? Gosh, I wish I could get a boat someday. It was I, yesterday it was at, je- the, at the college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went fishing on the college campus yesterday, me and Matt, but that's a different story. We weren't trespassing. We, we weren't. Tra- there was not no fishing sign. But anyway, there's a place where there's Florida strain bass stock. I'll tell you off the air. Freaking awesome. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about now? I don't know. I don't have laser me. focus. Before the boat. Back when you we wanted boats. We all wanted boats. Yeah. We all wanted boats, okay? Ryan Whitaker, do you remember before you had a boat? Yes. Ryan, where did all the fish live? On the No. <laughs> no. In the, in the middle. In the middle of the lake, right? Right, right Luke? When we didn't it's have true. boats, all it's the true. fish were in the middle, weren't they? It's like that's, that's where we went. That's the magic of bass fishing, right? The fish are in the middle. You know what's another magic mystic point about bass fishing lake record fish right yeah right lake record fish j record uh jp hi have you ever um dreamt of catching a lake record fish or a state record fish i chased it for years he chased it for years he chased it for years you know um and he still wants it Oh, by the way, thank you for reminding me, JP. By the way, I didn't do this earlier, and hopefully it's not too late. You can still like and share this live Facebook feed. We are giving away three prizes tonight. Um, First off, share this feed uh, and put in Tin Cup, and you got a chance to win a bunch of Tin Cup swag. JP High is going to pick the uh, winner at the end of the show. Um, Second off, uh, what else are we giving away? 50 bucks, we're, we're, no, red solo cups, we're giving away. Oh, 
Oh, you're. Oh, I see what you guys are doing. Okay. Gino uh, <laughs> bug. Gino bug. bug. There it is. Okay. I said bucks, not bug. <laughs> so we're giving away fifty bucks worth of bite me tackle. That's right. Bite me. Uh, Jake heads. Boom. Right there. You guys uh, fished against Brad Zollers the other day. Yeah. He said. Uh, yeah. He said he put you guys on him. By the way. <laughs> That's what I heard. And here is a very, um, a very special prize that we are giving away tonight. That I'm sure, especially all the ladies in the room are going to want to win. Um, ladies, please. Agree. Especially. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Wow, you don't even know what you're winning yet. I. You're our kind of gals. <laughs> you might regret that. You can stick around. Hey, every if you like and share and put in on them, you get a chance to win Matt's sweaty hat. Oh God. <laughs> It was not my idea. Signed by Matthew Robertson and sent to you. And yeah, that's right. Get a chance to win Matt's sweaty hat. They can't hear the music, right? They don't know what's going on. (laughs) So most of the time they think I'm completely insane. They they don't hear what I hear. I don't think it's nobody. Nobody hears the voice. (laughs) Shut up! No one (laughs) hears. No. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah, the hot sounds. That was for the for the record. I was talking over porno music. (laughs) Thank you. Painted a picture for you. Thank you, Rishi. Crying out loud. (laughs) Proper bass and men. State. Tin cup. Uh, lake record. Matt, you caught a lake record. Do you ever caught a lake record, you guys? Nope. I haven't. Anybody in this room ever caught a lake record? The pond. The pond record. Uh, the pond behind this house, Danny, caught a big one. We'll, we'll break it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry that I make fun of Danny, I, but I love him. That's why I'm here. I do. I, uh, no. Thanks. I, I know she can kick my ass. Believe me. I get made fun of at home, too. So Do you? You make fun of him, too? Okay. So I'm okay. I'm all right. You're not going to beat me up, Mrs. Moan, in the parking lot. You're not going to take my milk money after this? She looks like a ruffian, doesn't she? Yeah. Telling you. Get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Robertson. You caught the lake record fish on Old Hickory. Yeah, spotted bass. A spotted bass. What yep. did it weigh? Five pounds, one ounce. Five one on Old Hickory. Yeah. Damn. I had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and he caught it on a half a bee moth. That's, yeah. No, he didn't. On a fly rod. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> What'd you catch it on? For real, I don't know the story. Uh, um, I caught it in a ABA National Championship down there. Uh, I ended up coming in fourth. I caught it on a Strike King uh, 300 KVD jerkbait. And I've, I've ran past this point the first two days, and I kept thinking about how good it looked. And I pulled in there and caught a 14-incher, and then I caught that five-pound spot. My co-angler netted it, and he kept the net in water. He's like, that's a spot. I'm like, get it in a boat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You it better, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually in the in the tank down at Bass Pro Shop in Nashville. Is that right? Yeah. To this day. Yep. To this day. Does it have an Onum hat on? It does not. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, like and share the live Facebook feed for a chance to win. If you want this. That sweaty Onum hat right there. Matt's hat. Now here's the deal. Matt, that hat, I mean, all kidding aside. It's been run through the ringer. It's been run through the winger. Oh, the winger. Winger, Wasker Wee Wabbit, and 
you won a lot of money on it, dude. Yeah. You, I mean, it's seen it's seen the checks, not the checks that Dion's seen, but it's seen some <laughs> it's seen some checks. Now, for for those that don't know, uh, Matthew Robertson is from Kentucky Lake. He is known as the king of Kentucky Lake. He is also the mayor of his trailer park. Yes, the mayor. He is the and the magistrate and, and the magistrate. I got to fill in the potholes. Yeah, you do. That's a lot of work. It's a it's a lot of work. Um, Matt is the mayor of his his trailer park. Matt is a Bassmaster Classic qualifier. You fished the Bassmaster yep. Classic. You won the Bass Open on Lake Okeechobee, uh, and you win like just about every local derb on Kentucky Lake. And I, I, as they say in Chicago, I shit you negative. Um, <laughs> he he wins just about. Every damn derb you enter on Kentucky Lake. Like, people will seriously flatten his tires, Lawson. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Before the dirt. He won't get out of his driveway next time I go like the Mozarts. <laughs> but, I mean, you have a target on your back yeah. on Kentucky yeah, no Lake. Plain and simple, you may think I jest, which I do, but... Like, people are after your ass, yeah. dude. Like, they don't want you to win because you're taking their money. They're I enjoy it. And you I enjoy, enjoy it. it. I enjoy it. But here's the thing. There has to be a point in a bass fisherman's career where there's a motivating factor, okay? Um, for example, we just talked about the, the motivation factor. Dion, you want to pass that legacy on to, to your kids, okay? Um, the, the motivating factor for you um, happened to be that you were I- I- extremely shit. You were hungry, man. You were de- you were desperate. You de- you had nothing. Yeah, nada. Like people talk about um, how that bass fit. You know, we joke and say bassin' ain't easy. Okay, but Matt Robertson wants more than anything else to fish. Um, the Bassmaster Elite Series. That's right. Plain and simple. Um, the Hibden family here—they want more than anything else. And, I, and I, of course, I'm being—I'm being dramatic. But to be back and bring this world of professional bass fishing back and carry that message, pay it forward, right? Pay it forward. Like, but here's the deal, man. You gotta have a hunger. And, and you told me a story where where you were scrounging, dude, doing scrap jobs, BS. And you had less than a hundred dollars in yep. your pocket, and you and your and your beautiful wife Cassie. Yeah. I mean, like you guys paid up the bills that you could, and and what did you tell the story, man? Like, cause it's it's a story of desperation, man. But it's a plan man, that came together. She was in nursing school. I was working as a machinist, and uh, got paid on Friday, and and on Monday there's a hundred bucks left, hundred bucks left in the account, and she didn't have money to get to school and didn't have money for food or rent and i told her that there's a little lake called lake malone uh up there and they were drawing about 50 60 boats and you could win six seven hundred bucks at the time and uh i told her i said i'm taking that last hundred last hundred bucks and i'm going to lake malone and gonna try to win the money and and i went up there and i won and that's what got us through the next couple weeks man that's that's the kind of stuff me and her went through just to get both of us to where we are yeah man and and it's but it's and now i made it to the trailer park thank you very much thank you very much and and a lot of times that 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 hunger man whether it's in your heart whether it's in your stomach or whether it's in your mind is the motivating factor but not just behind bass fishing 
but behind everything we do as humans. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the motivating factor. And you have to have that hunger. And that little, I guess that, that we keep saying turning point or, or significant point, but like, I think that maybe at that point from my conversations with you that you're like, man, like I can actually, and, and this is a weird way to say it, but I can put that pressure on myself yep. and go out and kick ass. Yeah, I can honestly say there has I haven't had the pressure on me that I had for that little tournament in any other tournament since then, you know. I mean, you're talking about putting food on the table, literally. And uh, I've been working my way up from the bottom the whole time, you know, single, raised by a single mother and fortunate for everything I got. Heck yeah, absolutely. So. Matthew Robertson. So... I'm sure a lot of you out there are, are, are wondering, like, why you, you always see Seth Fighter or you see uh, uh, Matt Robertson with the Anum hat on. Or you guys may have seen me wear a MILF life hat. There. <laughs> what do you think that means? Um, what do you think MILF life means, young lady? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I am into the MILF life. Wow! <laughs> That's that kind of party! Gino Bug! I told you it's gonna be fun, man. Oh, yeah. Gino I got her one. I'm sending her one down party. here. Close the door, <laughs> Mrs. Rishi. <laughs> no, just uh, Where were we? I'm lost. I know. Oh, Mills! The hat. Yes. So, I wanna know the story about what is the Anum hat? Like, what is this deal? Everyone's wearing these damn hats now. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it's just kind of my brand, and it developed three or four years ago. Um, we uh, we got them made, and and nobody really thought I'd wear it. Anybody who anybody who really knows me, I mean, I kind of have a little cocky side to me. <laughs> and I told them, I was like, they's like, you won't wear that. I was like, yeah, okay. And I wore it and won the next five tournaments on Kentucky Lake on it, wearing it. And uh, it's just been a staple ever since. And me and Seth become good friends. And uh, it's just kind of blossomed from there. The Onum hat. Yeah. It's and you a, got Offum hat, too. Offum hat, Onum, Milf Life. And then Saturday nights, you got the Inum hat. That's right. That's a good Gonna one. Gonna have them real quick. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, go ahead. Um, it I, is not. I still have the first one. It is green, and I'm going to tell you, it's, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it is, uh, if you think this looks bad, you ought to see that other one. So it was J.P. High's uh, idea. Yep, J.P.'s. To give away. Where is J.P.? Yeah, where'd he go? Uh, it, was J, it was J.P. High's idea. Oh, he's in the bathroom. He's looking at the Is that Chuck Poland? It is, you know, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Poland is here, in the shadows, in the shadows, yes, he's, he's, like, he's like the Wizard of Oz sometimes of straight cast, that guy, Chuck Poland's here, where were we, sweaty hats, sweaty hats, yeah, sweaty hats, um, but dude, it's taken off, for real, it like, it really has, and, and, uh, and I'll be honest with you, it's pretty humbling, um, I'm not saying they're wearing it because of me, but it's, it's just humbling that people are wearing a product that, you know, that, that I'm selling more or less. And it, I, didn't, I would have never thought, you foresee things, 
You know, but that's not one of the things I really foreseen. It was kind of a branding thing that it just happened, man. Boom. And then on social media, not all these kids are popping up wearing honor yeah. hats and MILF life. MILF life. MILF, MILF is. Um, <laughs> wow. I love the confidence. Let's not tell them what it means, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep your minds where they are. Um, for example, um, right there, Sam Ryan, yeah. to ruin the mood. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Don't you wish you could hear what we hear? Perfect example. This gentleman shows up yep. to this event right here, and he's wearing a, a freaking Anum hat right there. Yeah, you know, that, that's amazing. Yeah, I've seen them all over. You know. So here's the deal. You are known. This guy fishes swim baits all the time. Kentucky Lake ledge guy. The whole deal, that's frustrating as can be. But I, I got to tell you something I know about him now. And he used to really make fun of, like, some equipment that you and your father caught a lot of fish on, uh, spinning tackle. I'm yeah. embracing it. Yeah. Now, all he throws is a damn Ned rig. It's, that's it. I'm telling you. That's it. Like, I can't get it out of his dang hands. <clears throat> uh, I've, ever since you and Seth took me, it's like a magnet in my hand. <laughs> I just sat there and I, I had to learn the fighter, fighter, fighter shake. The hippie shake. Yep, the hippie shake. That, that, that's the Mountain Dew shake. It's a real thing. It really is. The, the shake is a real well, thing. Well, tell everybody what it is. That's the, That could be the tip of the week. Alcohol withdrawal. No. Yeah, <laughs> alcohol withdrawal. Uh, yeah. That is not true. No, I'm serious. Shaking it on a slack line. Yeah. You know? I mean. That Ned Rig in place. Doom, 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 and but not moving. I'll be it, honest with you, but I not was, moving it. I was sitting there watching fighter, and I'm watching his line how it moves, and I'm like, "How, how are you doing that?" Even you was. I yeah. watch his line, and, and I shake mine, and it's going side to side here and there, and his is just like, you can't. I don't know. It's just a bait. It just does. Just, just, just a bait moving it. But boom, you have become the Ned dude. Yeah, I'm the right. Ned dude. So here's the don't thing. tell anybody, Pat. So I have a reputation. Ryan, we need a new hat, okay? JP, uh, I, I, I got 10 cup hats. I got plenty of those hats. Well, I know that. You just wanted to say bug. <coughs> bug. <laughs> <laughs> He's McClemp. That the wrong part. He's McClemp. Hey, uh, so we need, a, we need something in honor of his new technique, and we can't use Ned. No, can't because, use Ned. Because they'll sue us, or you, not me. Yeah. Not, I have nothing to do with any of this. I just talk. But it, so what's the hat? It's the nerd life. The, the nerd life. Are you about the nerd life? I am. <laughs> you put a nerd life uh, video up today. I did. It's the initial nerd life video. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Everybody needs to get on there and check it out. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> it is. Hey, um, Matthew Robertson, okay, up and coming, tournament angler, Lawson Hibden, the new breed. The new breed. Of proper bass in that. <clears throat> that is right. That is right. All right. Um, let's uh, let's uh, let's move on, and and move on along to uh, to some some madness. What do you think, Luke Foley? Are you up for some madness? I'm ready for it. Are you up for some madness, people? <laughs> are you up for some madness? Um, before I do uh, move on, reminding you like and share the feed. Okay. Uh, for a chance to win, bite me tackle. Tin cup swag and a sweaty on them hat. Um, and I would uh, also like to um, recognize and thank um, 
Bassmaster and Bass Times. Uh, what is, is this? Illustrator? Is illustrator the correct word? Illustrator, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Donis is here. Very impressive. And he made this picture of me all, all jacked up on uh, caffeine. Come on over here. Come on. Well, not there. Just go over in front of this. Don't do that. But don't hit things. Take a selfie, Steve. Don't, take a selfie. Let me take a selfie. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Steve Donis right here. Yes. Very awesome. So, Steve, you got a new deal going on. Yes, I do. Just yell. Where do they find out about you? iStayTuned.com. And we can come. iStayTuned.com. iStayTuned.com. And uh, come get your shirts. Come get your products, your illustrations, the posters. How's that spelled, Steve? iStayTuned.com. iStayTuned.com. Steve Donis, Bassmaster Illustrator. Give it up, Steve. Bass fishing supermodel as well. And thank you for this. This is outstanding, by the way. Thank you very much. Steve Donis. Mastermind. Um, okay, so here we're going out. This is now our angler. Oh, wait, where's popcorn? popcorn. Oh, shit, Pop, it's popcorn's time. And he, where's he at? Popcorn go pee pee. All right, he lost out. So we're going. <laughs> Gino bug. Gino bug. <laughs> we're doing our. All right, there it is. Gino bug. All right. So should we put the power poles down for this or keep them up? Should we float or stay stationary? Put them down. Put them down. We're staying in. We, we drank almost a whole bottle of tin here. We need to put them down. <laughs> okay. We're putting the, we're putting the power. Ryan, even, they, were, call, they were calling you. I don't even know how they this happened. They were calling happened. you. The MILFs are looking for you. I don't even know you. how this happened. <laughs> yes. Where have yes. you been? What? He was with the MILFs. Hey, uh, Ryan. Yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, Luke. Yes. For one brief moment, can Ryan Whitaker pop into your uh, into your seat? But don't go far because this is about you. Oh jeez. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for for the one and only Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. What's up? Yes, Popcorn Elias. I like yours. This is so much better than my setup usually. It is. Yes. Wow. I saw like your way setup. Better. Yes. Ryan, yours way is better. just like that the inside empty part of a tissue. Uh, can, the toilet paper. Right? Usually. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. With Febreze yeah. inside. Yeah, that's the what I used to wrap my old line off so I could use it again. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The braid trick. So, hey, b- before I do this, I just want to say that that whole proper Bassin Man thing was, was awesome. Wow. Hearing everybody talk about that. And I, I feel like people have lost that art of finding fit the Bass fishing is finding them and catching them. Yeah. Right? You and I had that's, the conversation the, the other game. day. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like twice a week, <laughs> finding them and catching them. Exactly. When it's like you know, if you're that's playing poker and somebody showed you the cards, that's no fun. Yeah. You want you want to play the cards. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, enough of that. <laughs> I got some stats. That, stats for what? Uh, I got some Bassmaster stats. Bassmaster for stats. all these fellas. All these guys? Well, three of them. Okay. Three of them. Three of Lawson. Them. You'll get there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to run them down, and maybe you guys haven't heard these before. Hopefully you haven't heard them before. Um, Who did you probe for these? I probed Ronnie Moore. You probed Ronnie Moore. I probed him. I probed him well. I probed him well. He thanked me afterwards. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start with uh, Luke Foley over here. Whoa. He's got stats on Foley. I I got Foley Bassmaster stats. I do. Okay. Luke Foley, he fished 15 Bassmaster Derbies. Wait, this is not the Foley from uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2? No, 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 not Axel. Not Axel. Not Axel. Okay. This is Luke. 
Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's I his noticed cousin. the resemblance. They went to different schools together yes. also. <laughs> at um, the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, whoa. Hey, hey now. Malfunction. <laughs> uh, so Luke fished 15 derbs. He cashed five checks. 15? Not bad, Luke. He caught 250 pounds of bass. WTF? WTF? Really? And he won $6,800. And what that came out to is $27 a pound per bass. That's better than minimum wage, right? $27 a pound right. for every bass right. that Luke Foley caught. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let me just say, he's fished other stuff, and those numbers would go way up. Yeah. But we're just, we're just doing bass numbers. Okay, right bass now. numbers right now, because yeah. you only probed Ronnie. I only probed Ronnie. Yeah, we don't yeah, get yeah. too I, I don't Ronnie have time Ronnie to probe yes. anyone else. And plus, no, it's, no. It's, it's, it's different times. Exactly. Different exactly. times. Yes, yes. So we're going to go over here to Matt. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. And, uh, and, and Matt's, Matt's green. He hasn't fished many derbies. He's fished seven derbies. Seven derbs for BAS. One of them being a Bassmaster Classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of them being a Bassmaster Classic. <laughs> Not two shabs, Dion. Get in there. Uh, three, three checks in those seven derbs. That's Take a good that mic average. if you don't mind, Dion, please. He's got three checks Wait. in seven. One of them was a good one. Uh, he's fished one Classic. He's caught 140 pounds of bass in seven derbies. And he's won $15,811. Whoa! You hear that, Milfs? And that comes out to... Yes. One hundred and twelve dollars a pound. Whoa. I'm gonna start commercial fishing That's for better bass. than April. <laughs> right? Right? That's better than hat sales. It is. That's all right. Go. You're doing good. Uh, now here's the deal. What Yep. What's is, that? Is this the deal? Like is this the is this the is this the guy? That's the guy. This, is this the guy? That's the guy. Can I stop you for a second, Ryan sure. Whitaker? Sure. Ryan, do you believe that we're actually doing a show? No, no, I was going to say that also. With like, how cool this how, is. We're with, with Dion Hibden in the same drive, damn place. I drove 20 minutes from my house. <laughs> I crossed this stupid river that I fish all the time. That I he know. fished a Bassmaster Classic at. I know. Which is awesome, but they'll never come back here because it sucks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's amazing to be here in, in the region, as you call it. Ain't it? Ain't it's it? the region. Ain't, ain't it? it, you know? Ain't it? That's ain't what it, they say know? down here. They say ain't it. Ain't it? At the wrong time. With Dion Hibden, dude. But yeah, Dion Hibden. Dude, it's a big Luke deal, Foley, though. Sorry for fanboying. It is. <laughs> it's unreal. It's unreal. I used to drive hours to go just see a Bass Pro. Exactly. Another, you know, you're coming here and drinking whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Guido Bugs. Guido Bugs. Guido Bugs. Guido Bugs. This is outstanding. But speaking of legendary bass fishermen. Okay. Let's talk about this guy over here, Dion. Yes, sir. Uh, Dion fished 167 Bassmaster Derbies. Okay. That's a lot of derbies. That's a few derbs. That's a lot. He yeah. fished eight classics. Eight he won BMCs. in 1997. He sure did. Yes, sir. Uh, 73 checks, 21 top tens, 3,926 pounds of bass. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a couple truckloads. Um, four... $168,899 in your Bassmaster career. And this is back when they weren't paying crazy. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yes. And that comes out to $119 a pound. $119 a pound. Keep in Legend. mind, a lot of that was done in the 90s. 
Yeah, exactly. Before the big money. Yeah. Before the big, big bones. Time. And then y- yeah. you won like what, eighteen million in FLW too? So we're not counting. <laughs> that. We're not it, counting it, that. Yeah, it, it sounds better than it really is. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing if you think about yeah, it. I spent about five million just fishing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. You know, right. Yeah. Justin Slipsinkers. Yeah, buying Strike King crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Who's that's Justin Slipsinker? I mean, oh, that's a new band going on. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. Yes, He's exactly. an R&B guy. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Slipsinker. So, dude. I Amazing. Deion Hibden. Yeah. He's a bass fishing gazillionaire. I'm, I'm just older than everybody else. <laughs> I mean, that's a... No, no, no. You paved the way, man. You guys should have started earlier is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, their fault. That's you know, right. I wish yeah. I could have. I didn't have a boat. <laughs> I wasn't born. You, you know, you, got, you guys got on that boat deal. Lawson got his first boat when he was three years old. Wow! Wait, what? <laughs> what? Nice. And we and we put it. Me and me and at that point in time, my brother-in-law, we put it under the Christmas tree. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 14-foot John boat with oh, a trolling with a trolling Whoa. motor. Oh yeah! How big yeah. was your Christmas tree, Clark Griswold? It was pretty nice. It was a good one. <laughs> Yeah. So wait, so when you guys, so when you guys went to talking about that, I thought, oh man. He had one all along, you know. So. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're three years old, and you walk downstairs, and there's a damn John boat under the tree. Are you like, my family is freaking nuts? Or were you like, this is awesome? Oh, yeah, for sure. And actually, a funny story. <laughs> I had to, it is funny. I, <laughs> I had to tell Foley to shut up in that boat one time. Whoa. Oh. Can I tell yeah, yeah, hop on in back. Yeah, here. Right. Ryan Whitaker, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Give it up for Popcorn Whitaker. Don't walk up with the headphones, because you'll trip Luke. Ryan Fingers Whitaker. Um, and thank you, Ryan, for those stats. Um, I remind <laughs> you why I have a day job, um, but that's fine. Uh, so uh, my first uh, ever BAS event was uh, on uh, Lake of the Ozarks, and uh, that was the one that, the year that Dan Moorhead won. Um, so I'm practicing all summer. Um, and I stayed at Guido and Stella's house, and I pulled up in the driveway. And the year before, it had been one deep. So uh, Jay Ellis had won that. So um, Guido was like, yeah, you know, drag around, try to fry some of those brush piles. Because like Dion said, he made you earn it. Like, he wasn't going to give you anything. You had to earn it. Uh, his life lessons. Uh, and he spoke in riddles a lot. He, he'd tell you almost what you needed. And then you had to figure out the rest on your own. And, and there's a couple things that he hit me with between the eyes after he passed a couple of years. I was like, oh, that's what he meant. But anyways, so I was dragging a, a big worm and a big jig around Lake of the Ozarks all day. And I caught a few, but not enough where I felt comfortable. And I'm driving up the driveway, that big, long driveway. And he saw me coming. He was three years old fishing with Guido. And uh, I pulled up in the driveway, and I am exhausted. I mean, it was one of those summer days sun up to sun almost sundown you know 10 11 hours i'm exhausted Guido's like hey lawson wants to fish with you he doesn't want to fish with me anymore getting a boat i'm like okay so um and at that and i and i think that's maybe the only time i ever caught more in Guido because they hadn't had a bite yet and uh i'm throwing a a a blue electric worm nice uh electric blue yeah yeah and uh we're fishing and and we hadn't been fishing very long and I was asking Lawson questions. You know, he's three. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we're just talking, having a good time. I, I hadn't uh, seen, you I hadn't, got all the answers you wanted, three. didn't yeah. you? Well, I hadn't seen, I had, you know, I've been out in the boat by myself for 11, 12 hours. What do you want? I hadn't talked to him. <laughs> so I'm talking to him. He's like, hey, Luke. And I said, what? 
He goes, uh, you maybe need to stop talking out here. You need to be quiet. Fish won't bite. So I'm like, okay. Wow. Three year old, three old told me I talk too much. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I stopped talking. So about five casts later, I hook about a three, three and a half pounder, and uh, I hook it. And, and you know, I he had a life jacket on, and I was paying attention to him. He's three. But when I hooked that fish, I'm really it was like four pounders, so I lost track of him for a second. <laughs> okay, bigger well, than anything in Indiana. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, um, and somewhere he has a sawed-off dip net that I didn't see laying anywhere, <clears throat> and he has it. Sawed-off. Yeah, that's net. what he had. And and I I go to lift this almost a four pounder and he scoops it up better than anybody that I've ever had <laughs> at do three it years in all old. the years at three years old Lawson hit and and puts it over the side and he's trying to grab it behind the eyes to take the hook out himself and it's it's a great big gamagatsu hook and I was worried he was going to get hooked but he's trying to grab behind the eyes like he's seen Dion do a million times take the hook out and I'm like what is going on so it took me a minute to compose myself but finally I was like no let me get it I don't want you to get hooked but yeah he told me I talked too much well good for you because he certainly does. <laughs> hey, hey, how do you think I sell Richie so much? I know, exactly. Hey, we, you should, hey, you should do a talk show. Uh, maybe. <laughs> on, on liquor. Uh, that would be great. Let's do an offshoot of Stray Cast. <laughs> Call it Stray. And Richie will be on, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, we got a studio right here. We're set. Rishi made Stray Cast part owners of this place, actually, by the way. Thank you very much for that, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, boom. This is our kind of live remote. There you know it is. I mean? Get a bug. Yeah, a bug. All right, so let's play angler panel. What do you say we play angler panel? Because uh, you're an angler, you're an angler, you're an angler, you're an angler, I'm an angler, you're an angler. I know that you know that you know that I know that you know that we're all anglers. So um, I ask to you, first off, Matthew Robertson, what is your strength as an angler? What is your strength as an angler? Uh, swim baiting. Swim baiting. Matthew Robertson, what is your strength, your quality, your strong quality in life? As in life? Yeah, not swim baiting, but in Fishing. life. Fishing. Fishing. That's your yeah. strong quality in life is fishing. That's your answer. That's all I've ever done. Oh, I I agree. I get it. And it, you know, being extremely good looking, my hair's pretty good too. That, you know, there it is. You're the Kenny Powers of bass fishing, Kenny right Powers. there. Yeah, <laughs> old Kenny Powers. You guys watch Eastbound and Down ever? Yeah, yeah. That's I'm old the Ken, That's version. Kenny Powers right there. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing he doesn't no. have is a tackle box full of drugs, which is a good thing. You know what I mean? That's, that they found yet? You wouldn't think, but this guy, he's he, yeah, that they found. <laughs> Hey, um, no. so I ask, and I'm, I'm, and I'm going ar around okay. here, the, the panel, and I want to ask you, Dion, what is your uh, strength as an angler? Uh, that would be hard for me to give you. Really? I, yeah, I, 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 I used to think I was one of the better casters on the planet. I might not rank in the top two or three in Hibden's alone right now. <laughs> um, I mean, and I've been in a boat with Luke, and I can't outcast him either. Uh, no, I, I've got a knack for, you know, looking for him where everybody else doesn't, maybe. Okay. That'd probably be the, probably be one of my assets. A little, a little bit better at finding that needle in a haystack, hopefully. Well, I, maybe? Look, I look for it. You look you for know, it. I okay. look for it. So what is your strength as a human? 
your quality that you think, and don't say fishing, like, like Matt. I mean, like, what's your quality? And nothing wrong with that answer. No, you're good. I, I mean, but what's your strength? What's your quality? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a pretty good person, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And you when are. I absolutely. and when I say that, I I think I treat everybody good, you know. You're a fair man. Pretty pretty good dad. I mean, you know, I I like that. You know, that's important to me. You know, between me and my wife, I've got seven boys. Wow. And I think it's that's probably one of my biggest assets. Yeah. I'm pretty good dad. The, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a tribe. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> it's a pretty good ball team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty good ball team. So, Lawson, I ask you, and I, I, I mix it up a little bit, and I ask you, what is your weakness as an angler? Your weakness as an angler? Uh, that's a hard one. Yeah. There is no weakness, Pat. I'm going to tell you right now, that's, that's, a really, that's, not a, that's not an easy question to answer because I've been in a boat with him. Okay. And he's a, he's, a, he's a hell of a fisherman, you're saying. He can do anything. So you don't think he really has one? No, I definitely have some. Well, what do you think it is? This, uh, is, this is an exercise in self-help right now and, and becoming better anglers. <laughs> right, Luke Foley? Look at this guy. Absolutely. So what is it? It's What's therapy. It's therapy. Thank you. Thank you. At, at $100 what, an hour. Andy, thank you. Can <laughs> you hear it? You hear it now? Yeah. Yes. Mine would probably be anything with treble hooks. Oh, wow. That... Luke actually does. I have to call him just to ask him. Questions. He doesn't have a lot of uh, glass in the glass rods in the lineup. Yeah, he I've doesn't. got like four I, glass rods. No, I, I thought they were kidding around when they were talking about the lose lineup and how few glass rods they had, but he really didn't have them. So I'm like, we got to go down there and we got to figure this. Well, out. now you got the Hackney rods. I got the Hackney rods and they're fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, Hackney said that he he wanted some of that tin cup, and I was fishing with a buddy of mine, Dan Mansky. Uh, uh, popcorn took Hackney's tin cup, by the way. He? Yeah, that was Well, mine. I got to get him right. one. But but to get, <laughs> to, to get into my garage, I had to lower the power poles. Yeah. And and I was paying attention to what Hackney said, but when he started talking about tin cup, I backed into and my he said, shelf. Luke, no, yeah. That's not how it went. Dion, let me exactly tell you how this how went. went. No, 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 no. So, so I was not there, but let me tell you how it went. So anyway, Luke's watching or listening to the Straight Cast show, and then he's backing his boat into the garage. And he heard us say, Luke Foley. <laughs> and he got all excited. And, he, and then he accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake and I, I, right I, into the I, damn crash. I backed into my shelf, and, and Dan, who I know is listening, he was there to witness. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, Hackney just said 10 cup in my name. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. So, so yeah, that happened. So, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So where were we? Treble hook weaknesses. weaknesses. Weaknesses, yeah. <laughs> Treble hook uh, and then and then running power poles into mm -hmm. into your garage is mm -hmm. another weakness. Mm -hmm. I've done that too. <laughs> but I mean, don't be afraid of treble hook baits. Remember, as as your father will tell you, that the crankbait is one of the all time most winning lures, tournament winning lures in bass history. One of the, not the. My dad had hated treble hooks too, but he won a derb on it. So what? Can I? I, can, I, hey, I hey, can win one on hey, treble hooks. Hey, hey, Pat. We won tournaments. We just Pat, we prefer not I to forgot throw them. that they're that good. I really do sometimes. Pat, can I tell you that story about how much Guido didn't like trebles? Yes, it, it didn't like trebles at all. And, and I told him my biggest bass I ever caught was on a rattle trap. He goes, "Don't ever tell anybody that, son." That's what he told me at wow. twelve years old. So when he's leading, you follow. 
I called Dion. I was like, oh, that's great, man. And, uh, you know, what's he catching on? He's like, he's catching on a crankbait. I go, come on. I go, if you don't want to tell me, don't tell me. Sandbagger. I'm not going to tell anyone. Like, I mean, we're basically, I'm not going to tell him. He's like, yeah, he's catching on a crankbait. I was like, no, he's not. He's like, yeah, he is. I was like, no, he's not. I'm like, all right, if you don't want to tell me what he's catching on, that's fine. Like, I got other stuff to do. And, like, we ended the call. Because I really thought he was just kidding around. Like, he, Guido would not throw a crankbait for four days in a row. But he did. And he won a dirt on it. But he yeah, doesn't yeah. even like treble hooks. And neither yeah. does Dion. Yeah. Yeah. And neither does Lawson. But no. they're that good of fishermen that they just win money on yeah, him. So, he, he horrible question, to, Pat. Yeah. On to the next. There we go. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, th- no, I mean, but but seriously. So now I ask you this: You don't have to be nice to him. Yeah, no. thanks. I mean, believe me, you could, if you can't tell, I <laughs> I got thick skin. But anyway, now I ask you, Matt Robertson, what's your weakness as an angler? The finesse fishing, and that's that's man. Uh, I've been working on it. I try to make my weaknesses my strengths. You know, uh, that's why. I'm, you know, Seth was – I've never had somebody show me what Seth showed me as far as the finesse fishing goes. And, you know, like the deep smallmouth fishing, the Ned rig. Um, I didn't really have any spinning reels up until, you know, you had, a couple you, years ago. You had one lose. I brought one lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> but, yeah, you know um, – I've been working on it ever since, and that's why you see see it in my hand. I know I know what I'm capable of with the other stuff, so trying to work on on the finesse. And that you are, and you're yeah. keeping it in your hand a lot longer. And yep. that's something that I mean, obviously, to get better. You said it. Time on the water makes you a better angler. Forcing yourself to use techniques that are catching the fish, right? Right, dude, with the Adidas on right there. Exactly. You know, you're speaking my language. You're making yourself ca- see. Milfs. Boom. Right there. I I got a little quick story. I actually know Ned. Ned Ned is a person, okay? Right, right. Ned Ned Cady is who it is. And my dad and my grandfather actually fished with Ned. Ned would come down, he's from Kansas, uh, wrote for the end fisherman for many, many years. And Ned Cady would tell you there are no tough days fishing you just don't try hard enough wow and there's many many days that he would end a, a good day of guiding with four pound line and a marabou jig just to get a bite just to catch a fish and when he invented the ned rig that yeah that's what that's for it's for <laughs> though it's for those days when you just really struggle and that's the kind of fisherman he was from day one i mean he would bring a handful of you know, spinning rods to the boat, a couple of bait casters. Um, he's actually fished with my grandfather, my dad, me, and Peyton. Is that right? Yep. And and like I say, Ned is, he's the real deal. I mean, so how long have you known about the Ned rig? Uh, well, we didn't call it the Ned rig. I know, yeah. But, before but Cinco's. The, Let's put it that before way. Before Cinco's. Before Cinco's, yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What were you throwing before Cinco's? Oh, we'd throw all kinds of stuff on a little jig head like that. It's kind of like a Charlie Brewer deal almost, right? Yeah, we we throwed ringworms on it. We'd throw regular worms on it, you know. You just had to finally keep shortening it up till you found something they would get hold of. So, But it started off as a hair jig. Yeah, it started off with a hair jig with him. I mean, everything was, and his hair jigs were just like the stuff that you float and fly with. 
sometimes, you know, little bitty old tiny things and, and super light stuff. Uh, he carried two pound line with him a lot in the wow. in the boat. Trout line, he, he would bring a little spool of that, but most of the time he would have four pound line on one rod. Hmm. That is, and scary. that's on Lake of the Ozarks, you know. Yeah, and it, back then never got that tough, but you know, and it had a big effect on my dad and his finesse fishing and the way he fished, you know, because if you really want to catch one, you can, you know, it's just a matter you got to put some on that they won't turn down, and and like I say. Fishing with Ned over the years, and and uh, you know that was, was just kind of a cool deal, you know. Is um, is the spinning rod? Have you won more money with a spinning rod than a casting rod? Oh heck no! No, okay. No, no. Now my now my dad might have not been able to say that. Okay, you know, but that's why you know that's that's why my dad was the fisherman he was. Is because he could fish with four pound line, or he could have a flipping stick, and and I mean he was second to none when it come to flipping. I mean you know absolutely it just, he was and old just, school, real flipping. Yeah, but you know he he just he he was the whole ball of wax. He did what you know his favorite fishing bait was the one hanging out of a five pounder's mouth. <laughs> That's it. You know and I like it. And, and you you can you can say what you want. You can you know oh well this and that and he preferred not to use treble hooks. Really, he just he just didn't like doing it. Well, the single hook percentage. But he high. has won lots of tournaments on jerk baits and you know crank baits and stuff like that. But you know the bulk of the time when he went out practicing, he tried not to use them. He tried very hard not to end up with them, and and a lot of that was, you know, when he fit when he fished, he planned on catching a big one. Most of us don't plan on that. Okay. Most of us, it's just a welcome surprise when it happens. But when he was fishing, his whole idea was, if I get it to bite, you know, I have to catch one of those to win, you know. And, and he planned on it. Every cast he made, you know, that's where a lot of us, you know, screw up when we're out there fishing. When he made a cast, he paid attention to where his bait landed, where it was according to the piece of cover, just so if it did bite him, he was going to land it. You know, he's going to catch it. Sure. You know, and, and he was able to do that. A lot of it on light line, you know. But most of us don't think that far in advance. We just want to get a bite. I mean, 99% of us are just so antsy to catch one. You know, I just, yeah. I just oh, yeah. want to get one, you and know. I want to put it right on the three cast uh, and, logo and, on my deck. You know, watching him jerk, watching him jerk on a fish, it was the most limp-wristed looking thing you've ever seen in your life. Okay? But it was perfect. Every time. Got all the slack out of the Fluid. line. Pulled into Fluid. him. It was perfect. Every time. And that's that's just something in his brain. As soon as he got the bite, then everything else kicked into gear, and he knew exactly what to do to get the best hook set on it. I mean, he was just flawless as a fisherman, you know. You know, everybody talks about losing fish and stuff like that. Did he lose fish? Yeah, some. But you're bound to as many as he caught. But... He would go seasons, you know, maybe a whole season without losing a nice one. And that's not caught them all, you know, and and that's just his way of thinking. He he and really com- focused on comfortable it. with his equipment. Comfortable oh yeah, with absolutely. His, like, when I was a kid, there were the, the the fishermen that I thought of as spinning rod fishermen were Guido, okay, Tom Mann, and Billy Westmoreland. Like those guys, like when I was a kid, like those are the spinning rod guys. Most you know people, I mean? yeah, most people had no idea. Tom Mann did not fish with a baitcaster, like ever. Uh, ever. It was always he spinning was using rods, twenty pound line on spinning big, rods. big spinning rods and stuff like that. But it was all spinning equipment. Yeah, you know? 
everything. Big spools. Now, your father. Billy Westmoreland, one time in one of them Legends tournament at Bass Pro, those Bass Pro Legends, he asked me, he says, what makes you a legend? <laughs> Guess what, dude? I'm not real sure, you know. I'm not sure why I'm here, you know. Well, I'll tell you, like, and thank you for doing this. What makes you a legend is that you won a Bassmaster Classic and, and you also won a Forcewood Cup. Now, this I ask you. I might be wrong, and, and, and someone here in, in the angler panel may know, but do you qualify for the Elite Series under uh, a Legends exemption? It, it depends on uh, – there's only a few of them uh, available, like two or three spots. Uh, like right now, I think it depends on if Paul Elias comes back next year. Gotcha. Uh, you know, they, they give that to – they give that to somebody who's participating in bass. Well, I, I, I haven't been participating for, you know, three or four years. So, but on any given day, yep, I, you know, they'll they'd probably let me back in, uh, because they do some people, you know. I get. It. I was just but, curious. Yeah. I have no clue what was. I mean, I just like and I and I don't know how they call it or whatever. But but yeah, they'd probably let me back in if I wanted to fish. And and I, that's the thing. You know, I, I told you know me and Luke talked about it on the way over here. I have to do at this point in my career, in this point in my life, I have to sell whiskey. That's that's my job right now. My job has nothing to do with fishing right this minute. You okay. know, I, I'm going to do whatever is best for Tin Cup. You know, and that's the best exposure. You know, whatever I can get the best exposure out of. Uh, you know, we chose FLW. You know, and uh, because it's got to do with major league fishing and right on down the road. You know, so. You know, will I go back to the elites? Absolutely. At some point in time, I might, you know, absolutely. I, I really, I don't care what I fish. I'm just ready to get back. Right. It, the, I'm ready to get going. Comeback. You know, I'm ready to get going. Did You know, there's no re. everything that I've ever done throughout my life, it, it's been according to sponsors and stuff, you know. I fished both of them for a lot of years, you know, and, and enjoyed it, you know, fished all the time, you know, traveling around the motorhome homeschooled my kids you know no i had nothing to do with that my uh, my my <laughs> God, wife right? my wife homeschooled my kids uh but you know that you know th that's back when i really really wanted it you know and i wanted to do well i want to get back at it and i really want to do well but the main thing for me is keeping 10 cup happy making them happy so that my kids will have an an avenue to get into this sport again and get going you know, and I've, you know, I'm man enough that I can admit that I, that's my whole purpose. You know, when I go fishing, you know, I, I yeah, I want to win. And I like beating this guy just as much as anybody. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever let that escape you. I don't just forget assume, that. You I just as soon beat him as anybody. But, but my dad was always that way too. Uh, but that's, that's what we're here for. We're here for the, for the long haul. We're, you know, I want to do this for the next you know, 25 years with him, you know, and, and you know, and, and that's, that's my sole idea. And you can. Yeah. yeah this sure. is a sport where you can absolutely. Yeah. My dad won that one on you when he was 70, yeah. you know, I think 70 or I mean, look at Ricky like Clunt right yeah, now. Still absolutely. Right now. Still whacking him. Yeah. Hey, I and know. Still shaking. We're you know, that's the <laughs> coolest thing. You know, seeing him son, oh, yeah. catch, catching that one big one on a spinnerbait right next to the boat down there to or at, you know, St. John's, yep. that's one of the coolest fish catches just because he's seen it get it. And when he got in, I mean, he was just – he was like a little kid. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, what, that's what we do this for. 
you know, if I didn't get excited about it, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, I don't. I mean, even even ten inch fish, we get excited. Absolutely. About still, it do, it doesn't matter. It's the it's as Ryan Whitaker said, fooling the fish, figuring out how to catch them. Hey, of course we want the big ones in the in the limit getters, but man, it's just catching some. I I enjoy fishing, and and that means a lot uh, to me. I'm not I'm not the least bit burnout uh, about it. I'm ready to get back going, uh, you know. And and it's it's going to be an exciting trip. Heck yeah, yeah. the hip did Thank- comeback tour. That's what we're talking about. Yes, sir. Now, Dion, bass fishing is magic. Agree or disagree? Magic. Magic. 100% magic. You know what else is magic? Uh, playing with toys. Toys are magic when we're kids, right? I have grandkids, so yeah, yes, so I understand. you know. And you know what else is magic, Lawson? Tackle boxes, right? And you know what else is magic? The mystery of what's inside the tackle box. And guess what? Guess what I have right here? Flip it this way. It's a mystery tackle box. That is right. Now... What we are going to do is we are going to... I don't know what... You should see this is... The seal is not broken. It's a virgin. You see this? Right here. We're going to open this live here on the air. Matt, please deflower this box. Here's a switchblade to open it with. And I have used this this week. (laughs) (laughs) We are opening uh, uh, that mystery tackle box from MTB. Well, thank you. Well, Matt, I want you to... I yeah. want you, you want to, to? Un- take the first ba- whatever bait. Don't look. Don't look. And pull a bait out of there. Pull a bait out of the box and tell us what you would do with that bait. It could be good. It could be bad. It, you, you're going to throw it away? You throw it away. It is a ra- ra- impulse reactionary. It's a little swim bait. It's a little swim bait. Yeah. Uh, how ironic is that? that you guys sh- had that plan. No, we didn't. <laughs> so the, the swim bait guy. Yeah, it's a, it's a little thin swim bait. I'd put it on uh, an eighth or a sixteenth ounce head, and it it's actually looks like a pretty good swim bait to throw for smallmouth. Boom. Uh, <laughs> I might put it on a net rig. <laughs> there it is. The first item out of the Mystery Tackle yep. Box, available uh, at Mystery Tackle Box or shopcarls.com. Is there any Guido bugs in there? I don't know, but we're going hey! to do that. Head it over to Luke. Let Luke get in there. Luke, quit eating those fried shrimp over there. And What do you got? He's reaching into the MTB. We got a creature bait. A creature bait? Yeah. What is it? Bruiser. It's a bruiser. Mm-hmm. That was your nickname in college. It was. <laughs> I just barely made it through. Indiana State. Look University. how happy he is. Here, no do you see that? Right, yeah. See how happy your friend is, Dion? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing with that? Oh, flipping and pitching. Flipping that, and that, pitching the, the heck out of that. That's the only thing I know how to do. I'm a little offended you didn't ask me my weakness. Oh, I'm uh, Luke Foley, what is your weakness? Beyond a shadow of a doubt, off offshore. Offshore. I hate it. Um, that is why I, you need to go spend some time with I Matthew Robertson at Kentucky I'll, uh, Lake. I, I I'll make it. you feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> at Kentucky Lake. And uh, he taught me how to use a locator. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I need so some help. I'm going a little unconventional that. here, and I am picking the bait for you. All right? You ready? Because this is something that I, I need you to, to, to bring home with you and, and just... Learn how to throw some damn treble oh, hooks, would you, kid? It's a treble. So what would you do with that bait? I guess you throw it out there and wind it in. <laughs> <laughs> on, 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 a, 
on, a, on a new Hackney cranking rod. <laughs> on a new loose Hackney cranking rod. Uh, uh, hey, Danny, Greg Hackney. Why does Danny do the Hackney all the time? Like, I'll be fit. Do you know your son does that? Like, does he do that at home? Does he go like, like, why does he do the Hackney all the time? Uh, actually, I go. Yeah. That's, what did I, this is the same thing. I feel like my dad does that, though. Do you do the Hackney, too, Mr. Mohan? Wow! <laughs> got a family of hackneys. <laughs> so what do you got there? What's the bait, Lawson? Uh, it's a Bill Lewis MR6. Bill Lewis. He's been around a little bit, huh, Dion? got some good-looking triple grip hooks on it. Look at you. Look how you did that there. Yeah. You see that? But that's a, and, and, a, and a color that is a, a, just a standard crankbait. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I guess. A little I mean, purple like marble. a shad. It's like a shad. Yeah. They eat shad. You know what I mean? But you'd use a single-hook shad lure. Yeah. <laughs> swim jig, <laughs> a swim jig. But hey, boom! Right there, that, set it down. That's you gotta catch a fish on it before we leave. The show's not over till you go in the parking lot and catch a fish. All right. So finally, the final item, right here, switching it over to Dion Hibden, Bassmaster Classic champion in a mystery tackle box. In the Maybe the only Bassmaster Classic champion besides Mike Iaconelli. Why are you telling me to bend my thing? I'm gonna bend it eventually. I hate flat brims. Thank you. There's two in here, and I'm picking the frog, okay? Okay. Because there's actually another deal with treble hooks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what did the Bassmaster Classic, Forcewood Cup champion, Dion Hibden, pick out of a I mystery tackle I got a castic box? floating frog. Castic float. You ever caught a, a fish little, on a, flo- a, on a frog? A mini one, too. That's kind of nice size. That's the one. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. That's I like the that. one. It's a finesse frog. I've actually had some pretty good frog days in my life. I uh, we used to throw them years and years ago, back when uh, Mans was the only people that made them. Yeah, remember that? And you threw yeah. them on mono. Remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Serious. Everything on mono. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till he blows up in Gunnersville. Yeah. <laughs> wait till you can't see your frog no more and pull. Uh, God, dog! I wish I could remember that guy's name. The guy that invented it for Mans. The frog. Yeah. Oh gosh, I, don't I fished, dropped him at the Potomac, fleeced my butt out of the back of the uh, boat. Is know? that right? Yeah. About thirty minutes in, I'm like, "Hey, dude, you're an old man. I'll whoop crap out of an old boy if you don't give me one of them. Damn give frogs. them frogs, buddy. I, thre- I had to threaten his life because he wasn't going to give me one. <laughs> I told him after about the third five pounder, I said, "Hey, you come up with a frog, or you're getting out." You know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was it was a very cool day. Dropped him on, like I say, on. It, it was one uh, Paul Elias ended up winning. Uh, yeah, so I've had some good frog days. Absolutely. So there it yeah. is. Hey, first ever mystery tackle box opening live from Cask and Cellar. There, there it is. Look at that. So, so are we gonna let the man pick out the last bait in here and explain how he would fish it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where's, where's Richie? Yeah, where's Richie at? Richie. Rishi? He said a good joke, and then he went out on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped the mic. Is he with the MILFs? Yeah, he took the... <laughs> this will be good, because Richie has never caught a fish yes. in his life. Never? Hey, uh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, go by... Here, uh, pass it down, and give... Uh, there's get, get one left in there. And get it on that microphone, Rishi, and, t- right. and pick so, that so in you, and tell you us. you got to pick out a bait and tell us how, tell us how you fish it. I close my eyes or something? What, how, whatever you you're the guy, you own the place. I close my eyes anyways. All right, I got, I got this. Talk into Mike, please. Looks like, a, looks like a crankbait, if I were to guess. Uh, uh, nice. Wow. I would uh, fish with this one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would, um, I'd go out in the water. 
Yes. Maybe on a boat or something. Yes. Good so, would, good um, so far. I'd probably throw it out. And throw it out there. Wind, yeah. Maybe wind it back a little bit. With milfs or without milfs? Always. Always Wait, with. Hold on. I'm going to wipe that. Definitely. Definitely with milfs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do some fishing with this one. There it is. That's Rishi, the magnificent Rishi from Casket Cellar. Okay. Okay. Thank you for letting us invade your Glad space. You guys. It was a great time. I really, really, really enjoyed having you guys here. It was, uh, it was definitely, for me, a good experience. We... We learned a lot. Or I learned a lot. Drank a little bit, um, which kind of coincides with what I do. Yes. So that worked out for me. But um, all <laughs> you got you that know? going for you. you know. <laughs> thanks you, for stopping you by. Good. Thank you, Rishi. You know what? It's mostly the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys coming by. Come <laughs> Dude, our, thank you. Thank Come you. On. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So on to business. We're closing things down. Um, I just let's do the contest, and then we have a very special treat at the end. Yes, from David. Yes, from, from, da- from David. Yeah. Uh, so JP High, uh, do you have the winners? Um. Okay. So do the I I have the Onum winner hat. I have the winner of that. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> Hold him on the sidelines. <laughs> but but hold that name. Yeah, hold, hold that hold name. Hold that name. Hold that name. Yes. Just in case. Okay, so JP High. Who is the winner of the Bite Me Tackle giveaway? Compliments of Brad Zellers. Tyler Nolan. Tyler Nolan. Tyler Nolan won the uh, Bite Me Tackle. Now you need to direct our... Well, how are they doing it, Danny? Are they direct messaging you? StraightCastLLC at gmail.com. Attention, Danny. And, and he'll get you your prize. Now, we have the Tin Cup swag bag. A bunch of swag bag. Who's that, JP? Tom Mix. Tom Mix. M-I-K-S. Tom Mix, the Tin Cup swag bag. Tom Mix is the winner of the Tin Cup swag Now, Matthew, uh, you picked the winner earlier. Of the Anum hat, and I am going to let you do the honors of, of presenting it to the lucky winner. I know how bad he wanted it. Yes. It was his idea. Yes. JP! Ladies and you gentlemen, are the winner! Say hi! It's the winner of the dirty, sweaty Anum hat. Yes! Wow! Miracles happen! Yes! Holy cow! That's how we do it. And that hat, uh, by the way, you can get $100 for that on eBay. I kid you not. No, that's like a $300 hat. Oh, Danny, seriously, we're not kidding. The Supreme hats are going big bucks bucks on eBay right now. I'm I'm more worried. Do I need to check for lives? That was a terrible giveaway change. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, um, did we get everything? In tonight, guys, um, thank you so much to Tin Cup Whiskey um, for coming aboard with Stray Cast. Um, it, it means a lot uh, to, in the fishing industry, um, like they, there's a thing that a lot of people not, might not know is non-endemic sponsors. Endemic sponsors, you know, it's, it's baits and tackle and rods and reels. And for Tin Cup Whiskey to, to, to come to us and to believe in a show like this, that makes no sense most of the time, but ends up making sense at the end. 
Um, we thank you for believing in us. Thank you, Tin, tin Cup Whiskey. For real. And thanks for keeping my guys buzzed. I appreciate that. That's what we do. Yes. That's, what we do. <laughs> That's what we do. So, to celebrate, thank you, everyone, uh, to all our fine sponsors. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in tonight. Thank you for everyone that came here. Um, and to bring you out now, do I, I'm not sure how we're doing this because I don't have monitors or anything else. But Andy, what are we? Are we bringing David in? Is that the deal? Okay, we're so, we're so we're searching for David, and David does what for Tin Cup? Uh, David, um, he's like Superman at Proximo. He, he kind of does a little bit of everything. Uh, we have we're the sixth largest supplier, and we have multiple brands. Our biggest one's Jose Cuervo, but we also make Tin Cup, as you know. We make a whiskey for Conor McGregor, Proper Twelve. We make a whiskey. For oh wait, Conor McGregor is actually Ryan's doppelganger. Okay, yes, yeah. he does stunt yeah. double shit for Conor McGregor. But he, he can't fight though. No, no, he's kind of frail. But we also make several other brands, Bushmills, and David kind of floats and takes care of everything. David's designing the wrap uh, for the 10-cup truck, the 10-cup boat uh, that Dion's going to be driving. And Hell yeah, in. big pimping. Uh, yeah, he, he uh, was uh, the key guy in designing the 10-cup logo. Uh, we're doing some apparel with AFCO. Um, that's coming out uh, that he's helped design and the layout and stuff like that. And he is a part-time musician. Uh, he's made a lot of his own stuff. So we've seen the last couple of episodes, and we know what you've done to the last few fishermen where you have them, you know, come up with a song. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I'm a, I have a beautiful voice. I'm a I know. singer. I've shared a boat with you. Uh, yeah, I'm even a better dancer, but Dion can't sing at all. No. So we were a little worried, so we're going to call in the lifeline. We're going to have David come in. He's created a song. We're going to have you hopefully strum along. No, 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 I am not. You're not strumming along. I am not. I am leaving it completely to David. Okay, then we'll um, just have David do it. Yeah, and um, and also uh, I would like to aptly uh, name this song the, uh, the, the Ballad of Dion Hibden and Tin Cup Whiskey. That's a great ballad. Hashtag Gito Bug. Get, drink, drink, drink. Are we ready, Andy? Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you, and, and thank you again. I say goodnight to you all. Good night, everyone. Good and night. we bring you David, David from Vendor. Tin Cup Whiskey. David Come on, Vendor. Dave, take us Come out. On, David. Take us out, buddy. That's how we do it. All righty. Yeah, Dave. Am I live? We're you're, live? You're live like you're, a wire. You're live, baby. Yeah, bro. You sound Shout out to Straight Cast. Shout out to Tin Cup. Shout out to the Hibdens, Pat, Dion, Lawson, Luke. This one's for you guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Well, I tried to make it big in the world of bass, but all of these lakes keep a kicking my ass. Got a rod and reel signed off by the pros. Can't afford no boat, cause I'm an average joke. I wanna catch a big bag and win a bunch of money, but my old troll in the motor keeps up acting funny. Couldn't fish all winter, but it's worth the wait. Soon as fishing hit, I went and took the bait. Catch five big bass just to reach my limit. But when it comes to whiskey, man, I just don't get it. Gotta spin a gate and a Guido bug. I got a six pack of core and a fifth of tin cup. And I'm drinking, I'm fishing. 
wishing I could catch five more. And I'm flipping, just pitching, stumbling on the outboard. Catch five big bass just to reach my limit. When it comes to whiskey, man, I just don't get it. Got a spinner bait and a keto bug. I got a six pack of cores and a fifth of tin cup. I'm drinking and fishing. Yeah, wishing I could catch five more. And I'm flipping, just pitching, stumbling on the outboard. Catch five big bass just to reach my limit. But when it comes to whiskey, man, I just don't get it. Got a spinner bait and a keto bug. I got a six pack of cores and a fifth of ten cup. I'm fishing. Thank you. That was great. He, you know, he just started on that song this morning. He came up with that this morning. And, uh, w- you know, the, the banners behind us and everything that we wear, uh, he designed it all. We wouldn't have been able to do what we've done thus far, especially at the Bassmasters Classic. If it wasn't for David. So, David, we really appreciate you, and, and thanks for everything that you do for us. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Get a bug. Get a bug. Get a bug. We gotta figure out how for everybody to hear that. Huh? How everybody needs to hear that? They didn't hear the song. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!